the stone that the builder refused I am the visual, the inspiration that made ladies sing the blues I am the spark that makes your idea bright The same spark that lights the dark So that you can know your left from your right I am the ballad in your box The bullet in your gun the inner glow that lets you know to call your brother's son The story has just begun The promise is what's to come And I'm gonna remain a soldier until the war is won One, 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 one Chop, chop, chop Urka, 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 urka. Judo flip Judo flip Y'all started that on Twitter And I was just so happy that people were like saying the next lines but just well, stopped. well, for one, that is uh, the theme song for the Boondocks, not to be confused with a uh, very opposite uh, Boondock Saints uh, Irish yeah. themed. Uh, I feel like if you if if you're talking <laughs> about that, like Boondocks is now the Boondocks, and if you're going to talk about Boondocks Saints, you no, have to I, say Saints after. That is true. That, that is true. But I was going to say that. As much as I like uh, a jazzy flip to any tune, uh, I think talk rap is one of the best forms of to, to hear rap lyrics and what's going on in it. It loses its power. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same without yeah, that. Mm, that. That. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't even know it was where it's by from. Asher. Asheru. Thank you. His name's what? Asheru. 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 Or Asheru, A S H E R U. I never knew who wrote that. I always like assumed it was Ninth Wonder. I mean, that's that's fair, especially during that time period. Or like, uh, yeah. who's that? Who's that? Uh, DJ, uh, that Detroit producer that uh, inspired a lot of people, still inspiring people to today. Uh, Scott Storch. No, he passed like early on, but he did all those. Uh, Slum Village beats and a bunch of Kanye. Oh yeah, yeah, no yeah, ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. GLC. No, ID. not no, no ID. ID. Not no ID. No ID's I not. Know, not no, no, no ID. Not no. He's New York. Which one is the D, the Detroit producer that's like infamous? We'll have to come back to it. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Let's come back to it. Continue your intro. Welcome sir. everybody. Welcome everybody to the Partical Sons episode forty-two. Forty-two. We are here, or I am here in my house and my brother brandon ll cool j aka brother brandon um is uh, calling from florida how's the weather down there uh it's actually well it is it seems trivial because i'm pretty we've been getting local news so we know about the ntis as well as the snow days <laughs> and all the things you guys don't know what nti is that's learning from school or learning from home because you don't, uh, don't understand Omnicron is, is 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 sweeping the streets of Louisville. And if you don't know why what Brandon means by he's getting local news, he's in Florida, but all of his cable and like apps are like located like yes. their their zip code is in Louisville. So he goes to turn on the news. Wave three WHAS WDRB what's the other one? I just recently did the I just recently WLKY. I recently broke down where each of them are. And if, I don't know if people need to know this. Uh, WDRB at Louisville is a Fox station. 
Um, uh, WLKY is a CBS. Uh, WHAS is ABC. And what's the other one? WLKY. No, I already said that. CBS. Um, Wave. Wave, yep. Wave is NBC. Yep. For all the people that are li- listening in Zimbabwe and uh, around the country, around the world, we got a little cool in our RSS feed. We got a little heat map. We can tell where people are downloading these episodes from and uh, where people are listening. You haven't, you haven't gotten to the analytics? At, you got to get into the analytics. You got to get into the analytics. You got to get into okay. Annie's, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But yes, uh, shout out to everyone, everyone around the world. Um, this is Particle Sons, episode 42. Uh, as as my brother said, I am Brother Brandon. Um, our mother is actually on the way here. I'm picking her up from the airport tomorrow. We are on Baby nice. Watch over here. Um, mm-hmm. as yes. Baby Watch our, 2020. Our son, the last episode, by the way, of Particle Sons, I don't know if we mentioned this, was an episode that I, yeah. too early... Uh, revealed that we were pregnant, Michelle and I. Um, my wife uh, was pregnant with our second son. And then episode never came out because I was too lazy to cut out the part where I mentioned it and then all the subsequent right. subjects, subsequent subjects that we talked about the kid in that episode. So I believe that was episode 28. They just got like just yeah. lost in the ether. Um, yep. But the due date is January 17th. Um, crackle pop. And we thought it possibly come early. You know, second child comes early. So we're kind of mm-hmm. like waiting. Mom was coming down. She put it as a guise as if she was going to come help out. But I think she's going to be on vacation. Um, Listen here. I told Latoya. <laughs> I told Latoya. Because Latoya said, Latoya said, I mean, isn't Michelle already down there with her mom? I said, my mom's not going down there to babysit. Like, she's not going down no. there to help. She will. But she's just going to like be retired yeah she's going down there to chill she, I mean, she's coming down here to chill which we have we have a room for her she's gonna be chill she's gonna be and, and chilling in chaos i think i think sheena likes chilling in chaos because it will be that whenever the baby end up, ends up coming um but yes so she'll be Your here chaos is small compared to no chaos talking, i bring weekly well i'm talking about newborn baby chaos that's going to be it's not we don't have currently living chaos baby but chaos this is gonna be this is gonna yeah. be a whole new ball game. This is gonna yeah, be I agree. up every two hours. You know, we you know you know actually, how it is. Funny enough, it's the same ball game, so it's all good. You've already like yeah. ran the bases. You've already like batted. You that's what I try to. That's what I'm trying to tell Michelle. Is like the, you have to. We have to realize that we've gone through it a little bit so yeah. there's a little bit of the muscle yeah. muscle memory it is very very difficult you know uh one of the baby taking care of babies things that we watch uh the advice for the first four months is brush your teeth every day like that's basically the most a parent can do is just like during that first those first couple weeks is just, just brush make sure teeth. make sure you brush your teeth make sure you brush your teeth oh, your own teeth yeah and I'm a, I'm a contract yeah. worker at, at uh, NBC Sports, so I am not getting paid for my uh, paternity leave. I'm taking two weeks off uh, whenever the baby comes, um, and they can't take my job away. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be a, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting time. But it should be it should be it should be fun. So uh, more life, quite literally, uh, in January. Um, Lance, you have two children with uh, birthdays in January. 
when uh December, January. Oh Both yeah, December thirty first. Yeah. If I had two kids in January, that would that would be crazy. Lance is already very January though, but no, Lance is um younger. I was gonna say that like Oh snap. Oh yeah. Lance yeah, is younger. Kids. I wanna remind people. Um what, there wait, has wait, been, wait, there wait, wait, wait. Life. Okay. I don't I don't want to derail you completely, but Michelle wanted me to, and she didn't want me. She says that she, it seems like you're running a boot camp with Lance at the house, or it's like some kind of discipline well, she training. She uh, doesn't even know. Is that, is that, is know. there any validity to this? Like what's going well, on? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah we'll, we'll get, I want we'll to get, we'll get there. To, okay. I, I we'll, didn't okay, want to, we'll didn't want to use this, use that as a segue, but okay. what I'll tell Michelle just initially, duh. Just, just, duh. just duh. Okay, All right. cool. Um, but we'll get into why it's duh. Um, but I wanted to say you like his new life coming in. Brandon's got his baby on the way. It's beautiful. Um, but in 2022, we have seen a lot of death. Like December and January took out some heavy hitters. Feeling heavy death hitters. Like, and, and and some Suckers. not so heavy hitters. It's like in Louisville. That's so funny, but this is a sad topic. Right, um, right, of course. But in Louisville, in drops, Louisville, drops, drops, drops make of, everything a little bit better. Of course. Um, a little, uh, oh my goodness. Could you imagine, like, drops at a funeral, though? Wow. Like, I mean, it would have some a spice. Lot of brothers. I, it might as and well. And the funerals the that we've be been to, to yes, I can. I can imagine that. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, no, no, keep, no. keep going. But, like, Betty White. R.I.P. Betty White. Thank you for being uh, a friend. No, 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 no. Let's stay on them. Sydney, no, Sydney Portier was 2022. Betty White was 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 21. I'm counting her as 2022, so she could be 100. Man, that was so petty. She wasn't though. She just wasn't. 99. She died of a complications of a stroke. Really? Yep. She had a stroke a week before. I was I, I threw on um I threw on her in my memorabilia memorabilia. That's not the word. Memoriam uh mood. I threw on her last SNL hosting sketch. Uh mm-hmm. last time she hosted SNL. It was like twenty eleven like or something. Twenty fourteen. Oh, okay. Stop. It was like twenty fourteen. Um and they had talking about heavy hitters. That cast was great. Was like a lot of people that became famous and moved on and have won Emmys and Oscars and stuff since. And then Kenan mm-hmm. Thompson. Good old. And I'm Kenan. not hating. Why, why do why do people why do black people fuck with Betty White so much? Uh, Golden Girls is probably. Uh, it seems like Golden Girls was like big on tell like like but, like but, maybe I, I here's a theory i feel like golden girls came on either before or after good times <laughs> it was just like interesting. A, it was just That's like interesting theory in the in the mix of things and also i guess she's like just kind of always been down like uh who who was it that posted something it was janet was it janet jackson it was i think it was janet jackson who posted an old clip of her Betty White coming on Good Times as a fairy godmother. So, like, she was being effed with by the masses, even back then. Yeah. I was about to say, there's an episode um, where they combat Golden Girls, where they combat racial tension. You should look it up. It's very interesting. Um, combat. Where, like, the, the, that's a that's yeah, a very well, generic term. Confront, 
front. Okay, well, it's, front. It, it was it, it was combating back then. You know, what I mean, this is Golden Girls. Like, a, what is that? What does that mean? What does combat mean? Um. Well, they was um like trying to say it's wrong. Say racism is wrong. Oh, okay. It was cool, the cool, first cool. like episode. Golden Girls was like, hey, racism is not cool. And I think Betty White's part on there was like she was the only one that didn't come from like racism because like all the other girls blamed mm. you know, like my my parents you know they always wave this flag this is a prideful flag because that was it was a confederate flag and don cheeto was the black person um damn was a young don cheeto that they used it was young don cheeto man wow that's that's great i literally we were, we were on a walk today and michelle's mom uh said that her we're talking about like the amount of people like Michelle's like the second person from her side of the family to graduate from college. So she was talking about how her mother, Michelle's grandmother, Michelle's great grandmother wanted her grandmother to graduate from the same college that Betty White went to on Golden Girls. Like it was like, oh, like yeah. I'm talking about like the cultural, like, like yeah. importance of this show. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And especially Betty White in, in general. Um, yeah. But but yeah, RIP, RIP to go. Like that's, that was, I don't know why she's so important to the culture, but it's one of those things you definitely don't question. Plus you never really saw her yeah. ever and was like, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you never like really saw yeah. something from Betty White. It was like, eh, not for me. You're like, oh, okay. Right. You know, I get it. Right. I right. get it. This woman, this woman is wholesome in real life. Yeah. So RIP Betty be, White, gotta be a great R. person. R.P. Sydney Portier. Sydney Portier. Uh, we saw we saw Sydney Portier, groundbreaking actor, uh, trailblazer, as they say. Uh, first time you saw a black man hit a white man on film uh, in the heat of the night. Michelle and I watched that for, first, uh, the other day. First time you saw a, a black woman kiss a white woman on film. First time you heard. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was there was another first that. I, oh. It was in the heat of the night. It was the first time that a a black person, he said in an interview that there was black detectives all around all the metro cities uh, of the world in 1967 at that point in time when the movie came out. But it was the first time that uh, a black detective was portrayed on film. And he was like yep. the smartest of the bunch. And that was when he... Uh, they call me Mr. Tibbs, but yeah. Yep. So I was watching. Um, I was watching. That back. Um, I was watching a documentary on black film, and he was the first black actor to not play a stereotype. Like, like he he, right. he was the first mm. black actor to like have a serious role that black people hadn't seen. Right. So they like the the documentary was going through the different black films. So like Step and Fetch, and um mama something it was like the mammy character and step and fetch was the yeah. yes so mouse okay so gone with the wind the is, is what uh lance is referring to with the mammy character and the dude the dude got like the, both actors were like well trained you know what i mean mm -hmm. spoke really well that you know that was a character that they portrayed that perpetuated a stereotype that was inflicted on black people right and sydney portier was the first one to like Oh, I don't even know how you like refuse those roles or like you wait until or you like show yourself. I will not. You know, he had to cuss out somebody in a casting call. Yeah. I mean, it seems like he was just 
a dignified brother. It's like one of those people, like Betty White, it's just mm-hmm. not, I mean, it's the trans, yeah. it's so hard, but it was like those undeniable <laughs> talents of like what they, what they are, like walk, walking mm-hmm. in, in their truth. And we talking about, I was saying, I don't know what the first thing I was looking for. He was the first black man to win an Oscar for, uh, for, for best actor, you know, like, come on, the, the first. Yeah. Um, the first. so crazy. shout out to Sidney Poitier, run his yeah, running yeah, stuff back uh died at the age of 94 so definitely uh definitely a, a full life uh we're joking about this is a hard turn but we're joking about if it came out that he died from getting a booster <laughs> <laughs> it would have been bad I was like, well, you know, they already took uh, arguably the best baseball player of all time. Uh, the let you tell it, Hank Aaron died from getting the vaccine. Um, I thought it was steroids, and then you got um, Hank Aaron, R.I.P. Bob Saget, R.I.P. Bob, Bob Saget, R.I.P. Bob Saget, man. People, I can't. You know, can. they talk about. I, hold on, I know you. I'm gonna let you take <sighs> it because you took a picture with the brother um, in the Nazi camp, and I'm. Um, just that bar stool is what I mean, but um, no, I, I want to say that, like you know everybody's saying they knew him from like Full House and stuff, and I'm like, bro, America's Funniest Home Video is the only way I would have known who Bob Saget is. Nigga, it's the only way. Nigga, it's why has way. no one said that? I've that's the first time know. I've heard it. America's Funniest Home Videos. Are you kidding that's, me? That's it. He is the host. I don't even remember a host before him. There was one, but he, there wasn't one. It's one of those. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there was a host yeah. before Bob Barker for Price is Right, about, but we talk no. about YouTube. We talk about TikTok. We talk about Instagram. All of these wow. things were originated by Bob Saget. Or not originated, right? I don't know if he came. Not originated. Show, he was hosting. Like, he was hosting. But he, you know what I'm saying? Like, bringing people that He was funny. And like, he was hilarious. Oh, my. Wait a minute. I feel like, I feel like this, is that? Have you done your, re- is that like, mm-hmm. is that, that's for sure? Yeah. Why didn't I dive? Why? I feel like I would have brought that up to him, but I didn't. Yeah. Dive, he's, he's been Terrible. such a legend and so long in the game that you, mm-hmm. he brought home America's Funny Home Videos back when that was the only place where we saw funny videos. Somebody, <laughs> like it somebody wasn't like on our phones or anything somebody like that. It was like, they said, this is how you got your cat videos. Oh they my gosh! Whole segment, and they said, "This is how you got your your tubing videos." Like we was talking Come about on. last episode. Come on, <laughs> the tubing. You know fails. how many times? Like that's a whole culture, Brandon. Like how many times did something funny happen on camera, and your first response was, "We got to send it to America's Funniest Home Videos." But oh my gosh, that was the thing. Yes, you something funny happened. You got to send to America's Funniest Home. We were. That was our and that was I feel like that was like the beginning of us getting behind the camera, like filming things, like oh, most definitely. getting America's Funny Home Video worthy because they was getting bread. It was getting bread. The the winner of the episode would get yeah. I don't want to say a hundred thousand dollars because I think that was like too early for that, and it was probably too much. But definitely when go, they did I'm it, when they no, when they further. did the big when they did the big ones where it was like everyone in the yeah. audience was famous and had won an episode. Right, that yeah. that yeah. was a hundred thousand dollars. I still remember yeah. those episodes of like the confetti coming Come down, the, the funniest video. That was the first time I oh realized that there was uh there was fake lottery tickets. I didn't know about fake lottery tickets until America's Funniest Home Videos. 
That's funny. Pranks I and think stuff that like that. America's funny on videos. So pranks, like America's wow. funny on videos, is the origin of like jackass. You know what I mean? Like Which people is coming purposely back. putting themselves in. In I know I've seen that. I saw a freaking trailer for that where they like covered a dude in salmon and honey, and there's a bear that's coming in. Like that is the <laughs> stupidest. Uh, well, you know, you know what I like about it? Obviously, we're talking about uh, nowadays there's uh, more inclusion and diversity. Uh, do you see all the brothers that are going to be in that movie that are doing Jackass I stuff? I did not. Bro, I it's didn't. all of the uh, Flognog, uh, Odd Future, Tyler the Creator folks. It's like Taco wow. and all those guys that like were, wow. you know, the, 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 the Adult Swim. What's the show they had on Adult Swim? future um right you know what i'm saying tyler the creator's yeah, group of friends but the, those yes. they're going to be in there um doing hopefully you know black shit with the thing not just bam margera beating up his dad preston has grown up I don't, it looks like they found another fat guy uh man those were the, those were the, that was a time period that was, the that time was a time period. period and yes america's funny some videos was the genesis of it and bob saget Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Bob Saget, man. He was he's really he was really a, a great a great guy. I got the chance to meet him, interview him. I looked at the picture. February twentieth, twenty twenty. Talk about not knowing what's coming next. Mm. Like your birthday was a month later. Mm. What, what that was like I mean I actually COVID in, in Louisville, four days before that. But, but I'm still saying, Louisville, how 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 was how did COVID manifest itself around March 20th, 2020? I don't want to jump no, around completely, but it smacked it, it, the March 15th. Well, I know that I know that, like, but well, that was no. You said when it smacked, it was that was literally the time. Well, I'll say this: it was the uh, it had to been like the 10th or the 12th when it was a Wednesday when all the NBA games shut down. But that was like mm. the games were filled, players were there, and then they had to rush everyone out of the stadiums. It was, I think, Utah mm. was playing OKC in OKC, and Rudy Gobert got it. And they show video of him jokingly touching all the microphones and all the cell phones on the, de- <laughs> on the desk because that was back when people was playing with it. Oh. And then and Donovan age. Mitchell. Well. He, he got Donovan Mitchell, Louisville, Louisville, uh, Louisville hero. Um, he got Donovan Mitchell sick. And then literally last week we heard rudy rudy gobert got it again and we're like okay and that's all tweets said uh, with my calculations in two weeks the world's going to shut down again like talking about uh, time being a flat circle we're about to bring a baby into the world when it's about to hit again mm-hmm. that's what happened last mm-hmm. time it's mm-hmm. wild out here but anyways um uh february 20 before uh, february 20th 2020 before we knew the world was going to shut down uh, i interviewed Bob Saget for Barstow Breakfast, uh, pre-tape interview ran. Uh, he was very funny, talked so much. It was almost like he was like on something. How he just like kept rattling, but he just can't not make a joke. It's like a it's like a disease for him, um, which is still cool, kind of cool to be around. But obviously, we've talked about Ben uh, Ben Lear on this podcast before. He and He's really good friends with Bob Saget's daughter. They both went to that, you know, uh, 
well-to-do high school in, in, in Hollywood. And so I brought Ben's name up and, and Norman Lear's name up to Bob Saget afterwards. And we chopped it up for like 15 minutes after the episode. Like he was like so excited to meet me. And we was like, and uh, we just talked about LA and, and um, uh, obviously uh, Norman Lear and, and comedy in general. And uh, it was like, it went off. It went so well that I was like, I might be able to reach out to do later on if I need something, you know what I mean? And then I found yeah, out that yeah. him and, and he basically got Tiffany Haddish started in comedy, like was like one of her early mm-hmm. mentors. Like he's really just been an inspiration to, to a lot of people and, and helpful. Um, and you know, in everyone's homes in a specific way. I, I didn't watch full house as much as other people did. I was busy watching family matters, um, with, with Carl Winslow. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and Stefan Urkel. Um, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, 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 it's crazy, uh, especially in happened in Florida. He, he was, if you guys don't know, I mean, you know, by now, Bob Saget passed at age of 65, found in a, in his, in a hotel room in Orlando. Um, they don't know what happened. They're, they're not telling us what happened. It, it doesn't really matter. It's just kind of, it's just very, very crazy and wild. Like with all these deaths that happen, people like have their pictures. Like my first moment was like, I can't believe there's a celebrity death that happens. And I, I have a picture with dude, a picture. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I just, yeah. I, 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 I met dude. That's weird. That's a weird phenomenon that like people, like right? when somebody dies, you start to look for the pictures you had with them. Cause like, that's the moment that you could have. And I always like look back. Like, what? Damn. I wish no, I you knew. You're going to finish like, that. Could have what? Huh? Could have what? Like, not stopped them from dying, but definitely like gave them a, you know, heads what? up. Like, hey, heads up to what? Hey, you're going to die in 2022. Like, watch what you do. Like, watch what you're doing. Like, he wouldn't watch be in a hotel six. if you would have said you would have took that 15 minutes and been like, hey, Bob, we're gonna take his picture. But look, 2022, not looking good for you. No, no, it's funny. I said, I said, I, and we interviewed in person then, but during the pandemic, obviously we were doing Barstool Breakfast interviews from uh, via uh, Zoom and we interviewed him again. And he was talking about all the tour dates he was going to and all the things he was doing to stay safe and stuff like that. And I was like, he is outside. He is outside. Everyone's been outside at this point in time, obviously, but. I was just listening. I was, I was, I was nervous. I mean, you said, I said like, you can't be predictive, but I was, I did get nervous at that point in time. Cause I was like, Ooh, I was like, Ooh, that's, that's tough. Yeah. But yeah. I, 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 one, another word for like, uh, posting pictures of people who have died. Um, we do this because we like want to not show how close we were, right? But just to show, hey, I've met the person and right. their death affects me, right? So that being said, y'all take pictures with people, all right? And mm. if you really want to jazz it up, um, do the same pose in every single picture so that when you Ooh. do die and people are posting pictures of you, you're doing the same pose and people are just dying at how all their pictures, like the person who has a picture of you posing differently will be like significant right like pose different with your family than you post with like the random person that just wants a picture i don't know it's, i feel like the picture without the pose is like a, a charmander versus a charizard like you want the evolved version 
You know what I mean? Like you right. want to get that post. That's what I mean. Like by the time you want to get that post. But I guess in the in the like a baseball card, it'd be like, oh, you got him before he did the the two thumbs up. Yep. Like, yep. Exactly. I, and I I definitely I definitely want one of those. I used to do, um, I mean, it's probably a bad term, but jail pose. Uh, because it was okay. the picture, yeah, yeah. like uh, the when we when Uncle Tony, we got pictures of Uncle Tony. Why is it a bad term? What is what else is it supposed to be called? It's a pose that they uh, do in jail. It's like it was made popular in jail. I don't, I don't. But it's like, like, but it's like the squatting. It's yeah, exactly. The, I know, I, I know okay. exactly what you mean. I feel like everybody knows what you mean. Like that, like it's been used so much. But like that, that's what I'm saying. That I don't want to. I don't want to. It's like you don't play. It's like we're, we're, uh, grandma growing up. Grandma said, "Don't play on them crutches. You're gonna need them." Right? right. Like I don't. I don't want to promote the fact that I was. I'm always. I was always in jail pose. Like, like I'm oh, like bringing it upon myself. It's a warm memory. <laughs> she definitely did. I was spooked. I've never had crutches. Boy. I think once maybe. Even Maybe. playing with glasses, I can't believe I'm I'm 31 years old and I need glasses. Like I need them. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I take my morning meetings without them because like the glare or whatever, and like mm. I'm just squinting at the screen. <laughs> really, just like I need these bitches. No, I, I'll be getting that when I'm driving. Like I'll drive, I'll be like, and it's nighttime. Like yeah. one time, this recently I left my glasses at mom's house and we had to drive home like at night. And I was like, fuck, I can't see. And then like, I'm driving, I'm driving and Latoya, you know, she's, everything's hunky dory. I'm like, wait, having a a panic attack. Like I have to keep things together. Like I have to keep Latoya, I need you to communicate. Uh, Is the car next to us? Go ahead. I'm going to use this as a segue, but do you use glasses when you create your physical art? Like, do you have to wear glasses Mm -hmm. when you're creating your physical art? I don't need to wear glasses, but it's definitely a maybe. Like, uh, like if I'm wearing them, I'm wearing them. Really? Well, my glasses, like, I'll get tired. If I'm looking at something close, I need to take them off. Like, because I'm nearsighted, so I can't see far away. And when I'm, like, reading with my glasses on, my eyes get fatigued a lot quicker. I'm, I'm farsighted. So mm. this whole thing, and I, I do feel like my profession has ruin my uh ruin my glasses our glasses <laughs> ruin your vision <laughs> i think i think my profession is ruined my because it was a lot of your vision like i always thought <laughs> i'm saying my eyes uh i always thought that i was just being detail oriented like leaning up on a screen like being like mm-hmm. this close from the from the the screen i just thought i was like you right. know I thought I was like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, ain't nobody in the kitchen like me. Like, I'm chopping right, it up, right, right. boy. Like, y'all Look how focused know. he is. Bro, like, yeah, like, I'm in this. I'm editing this shit. I'm Photoshopping this shit out of this. Photo. Look how much I'm on, on the screen. But no, I was just He's so focused. my no, eyes. I'm trying to focus. <laughs> trying, trying to, to focus. focus. Yeah. No, that's funny. Yeah, no, I believe that. I, I mean, that's fair to say. I believe that our... And then I have a stigma, too. Like, my eyes are just shaped different, so... Is like me my, too. My vision's fine. But that, but that, be, you know, that, be, that you can, uh, you can develop a stigma. Like for one reason, mm-hmm. uh, here's something. Oh, got you. And I don't even know if you recognize this about me. Which eye is it? It's this one. I rub one of my one of the eyes. I rub just on some like instinctual mm-hmm. like tick shit, or just like mm-hmm. waking up in the morning. I done push something, and and now I got stigmatism. 
Mm. Now I gotta stick with yeah, this. No. It's a it's a whole thing, man. It's a whole thing. You said you was using this as a segue. Yes, your your physical art was just displayed in the uh, Lexington Lexington Art something or other, and I saw it, and I would love to hear you talk about that experience and everything because you did oh, not tease visual. that. You have not teased that on the podcast. I don't know if it's a surprise, like you forgot about it. Like I want you, I want to hear about definitely, and also that piece it. I've never seen. Uh, that big, the uh, big Eliza. large, Anna, who? Yeah. The will of uh, is uh, it's Eliza Carpenter. It's a portrait of Eliza Carpenter. Um, it's called the will of Aunt Eliza, which she was uh, warmly called. And yeah, man. Um, so let's well, just real quick about that piece. No, no, no. I'll get into the Lex thing. Um, it was definitely one of those things. I didn't necessarily forget about it, but like I applied to a lot of stuff. And Could you name like, the the, email. the museum? It's a gallery. It's a nonprofit gallery by the name of Lex Art, located in Lexington, Kentucky. They are having an opening for a prominent Kentucky author, Joy Priest, who came up under Nikki F- Finney. It might be Giovanni. No, I think it's Finney. Came up under Nikki Finney, um, who is a great poet and writer. Um, and she has a book out called Horsepower, and she put out a artist call um, for artists to have art at her opening. And I submitted my stuff to that. Joy also has an anthology, a Louisville anthology. Um, anthology is a collection of writings from certain places times or areas and she's doing a louisville anthology that i've applied to as well so it's like i've applied to like like a lot of stuff right like when this came up they said you know submit your art and i'll just be like i just fill out the form and like submit my art and stuff but they didn't tell me that like i got selected or you know my art has been chosen i just got a call he was like hey we 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 got everybody's art we haven't got your art yet I was like, oh, y'all pick me? Okay. Yeah, I'll be there in a minute. So drove down. I have three pieces at the gallery. Um, and it's not a big, oh, well, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, the picture you're talking about, Brandon, I'm really proud of it. Um, it's called The Will of Aunt Eliza. And see, this is another, like there'd be these artist calls and there's there's this competition at the Kentucky Derby Museum um, for black or African-American horsemen. So like art that speaks to black or African-American horsemen. And I threw that money together. When you say horsemen, are you not talking about jockeys, like people who work with horses? It just is. It's all encompassing. So jockeys, okay. people who work with horses, Cowboys. people who own horses, just any African-American that got close to a horse. Um, um, so I picked Eliza Carpenter, who was a black woman her story is amazing i'll get to her story later but um that piece man that piece is being entered so it's in the gallery right now it'll be there till february but it's being entered into a contest at the kentucky derby museum and if i win that contest i gotta get it out that gallery i need to win that contest too lightweight broke oh ain't no lightweight broke i ain't recovered from uh Quillen's bachelor party, to be honest with you, my credit score has hey taken boy, a hit Detroit from the trip to Atlanta. So... No, no, no. I said the bachelor party. Oh, you said the bachelor party. I shit. said the bachelor party. Atlanta. Damn. Credit score took a hit. But 
in guys in guys time god don't make mistakes uh but you talking about the 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 trade trip the was the wedding the wedding oh, it took so much of my money it took so much of my money like we shouldn't even uh we shouldn't have got a hotel at the like host hotel we should have just got a hotel um, elsewhere or just we did the, uh, somewhere else with, with uh with daddy and, and mama c did like stay with somebody let's stay with evan like yeah, like yeah, you could have stayed with somebody. I'm not gonna stay with Evan, but yeah, we yeah, could have stayed with somebody. Yeah, I know, but I'm somebody. saying y'all could have stayed with Vanessa or somebody. Y'all could have stayed with somebody. Well, we couldn't stay with Aunt Vanessa. The the places we could have stayed were probably slim, but chances are we could have like definitely got a cheaper hotel and just drove into things instead of being from the hotel. Like the parking was twenty six dollars a night. And we were there for three nights. So that's just a, a smack. And then like food and we had to order out. It was just a headache. Um, but yeah, the Detroit trip cleaned me out. Uh, weddings are so... It, uh, I don't know. It's all worth it. I got Talk a nice your shit. Watch. Talk your shit. No, well, well, people people really, you know, inconvenience people for weddings. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's a, it's a very big inconvenience for those who no, are, it's not, are getting it, it, married. It's not. It, 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 it's that, that's why they put it in advance and you there's dates no, I and there's it. like I get multiple I get mail piece pieces yeah. of mail sent out so you could just say no i get it like there's like yeah, plenty of people who do say, say no. no you yeah, can't say no can. not if you're in the wedding going to a wedding is one thing i'm saying being in the wedding brandon oh. that is what you cannot and that's a that that's like automatic inconvenience sorry but here's stuff that you have to pay for in place you have to be thank you Inconvenience is probably a stretch. It's I don't a, want to say inconvenience. It, it it it's not a stretch. It's it's the perfect it word. But it, it's it puts not like onus on the bride and groom, which is not on them. Y'all are getting married. Y'all want the people y'all love to be around you. That's a great thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Just in the whole scheme of things, though, like nobody. It's not. It's not. A, it's not like, an inconvenience. It's a trip, and you plan for a trip. Every single wedding I've been in has been an inconvenience on my finances from my. How many King's weddings wedding, have you been in? Like four or five, like more than I should. Like I don't think I'm. I don't. I don't feel like I'm this close to people. But people feel like I'm this close to them. And when I'm gonna say no, sure I'll be in your wedding party. I actually have said no to someone, and it haunts me. Interesting. It haunts, and it haunts me. you because because I because I said no. To, because I was uh, attending someone else's wedding and I was just attending that wedding and I really need to go to that wedding. I did. It was like fresh out of college, you know, you don't see everybody again and, and stuff. But one of my homies at Ball State, this is a GA, shout out to Gerald Chapman. He's coaching for the Cincinnati Bengals right now. And he and his wife got married in, in Wisconsin Dells. And he was like, bro, you got to be there. And I was like, bro, I can't. I was like, I got a wedding on that same day in Houston, bro. I was like, all my homies gonna be there. <laughs> Bad man, that's like I said, it haunts me, haunts me, haunts, haunts, haunts. Um, well, congratulations. The art was beautiful. You said Thank you threw you. it together, but what is the? How's how does that? How does that? Uh, I mean, what does I that just, look like? like it, took, it took a few days. I, I feel like it took a few days. It wasn't even. It's a large piece. Do you, you mind uh, sharing the dimensions? Two, uh, uh, two football. No, 
Is it two by four? It's little. It's um three feet by four feet. Three feet across, four feet up. And it's one of the bigger pieces. Um, and everything just kind of came to me. So it was really nice. I, I hope y'all get to see it. Um, it was really nice. Um, I need to create more work. See, so that's another thing. I wasn't excited about it at all. Like Latoya was very excited about it. And she was so excited about it that it made me excited about it. Like, right. like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an accomplishment. Like, this is a, this is a good thing. Right. Yeah. And I, but in my mind, I'm just like, fuck, I'm in galleries now, <laughs> slightly. And then also, like, if I'm in galleries now, I need to create more work. Like, I have to, I have to, like, really create more work. You know what I mean? Like, I got to yeah. produce. Um, I looked it up. Picasso did 900 pieces while he was alive. I'm like, 900? I can do. I can do it. I can uh, easily be dead. I know. No. 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 Very much. Paintings. So. Uh, very much. So. No. I'm saying, but like, yeah. just uh, paintings. Because I'm sure there's other things that he did. Oh, like sketches and stuff. Interesting. Yeah, not just sketches, I said, but I like let, when I googled yeah. it, I said how many pieces did Picasso do? So I don't know what that falls under. Yeah, maybe I, mean, I said paintings. Le uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Um, the year he did Mona Lisa, I think he. I have his I have his biography. It's dumb thick, like bigger than a Bible. It's like, okay, <laughs> chill. There's not even no rare words in here. Um, but it's uh <laughs> the year he did Mona Lisa, he like created like three hundred uh different like pieces of art. You know, like yeah. the the nice. the what the bicentennial, bicentennial man was also something that he had sketched out sketch. that that right, same right, right. that same that thing. same year. Uh, yeah yeah so anyways um but no trust well, me you. being outside it. and producing oh, of course i was very proud um from afar um but oh, you retweet thank you being outside and producing is definitely uh you know i guess that's what 2022 should be about in in my opinion Straight up. you know i think i think for Straight me up. personally I took a little backseat to kind of like get my get my my mentals and my chickens straight. Um, I, I see you uh, lighting up some substance right now. I am uh, absent abstaining uh, for the month of January, um, just on some on some clean shit. Uh, also, my brothers and King, uh, the the Christian men's group that I'm a part of, uh, they do a Daniel fast every year from the 10th to the 30th or the days vary, but it's a three week period, the last three weeks of, of, um, of January. So it really doesn't vary that much, but dad's done it before. Um, and I, I just haven't, and I'm doing it this year. And obviously I'm doing it during a time period where I'm a, a child supposed to be coming into the world. So I'm like, kind of like right. really, really focusing in, but it's not, it's not too crazy. It's just, um, six things to pray for um during the time period but it's really just no meat or dairy products or or um wine liquor whatever the verse you know whatever it says he mourned for three three weeks after getting a vision of the apocalypse uh whatever but only three weeks and and also and also like just and also just drinking water during that time period huh i said only three weeks i feel like my year will be ruined no, I think. What do you mean? Like in a, I don't understand. Like if I saw, if I saw, I had a vision of the apocalypse. 
I wouldn't like. It would be way more oh, than three no, weeks. No, no, People no. would well, like no, worry no, no, no. about me. It was, it was that. It was, it was that for three weeks, and then in the Bible, Jesus came and spoke to him and stuff like that. So it was like he was he in said, the Calm process. Down, my son, some shit. Relax, some shit. my son. He said something like, "This fish, fam, chill out." <laughs> I'm dying for your sins, fam. Don't even trip. Hey, Jesus was cool. Actually, I don't know if it was Jesus. Jesus It might have been. I think Daniel was. I don't know when it was in the in the Bible. But yeah, Jesus was. He was. He apparently was. A lot of people liked him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I fuck with dude. Um, But anyways, I am. So I am on some like really like clear cleansing stuff, and also. Uh, at the end of at the beginning of next month is the Super Bowl, so I'm going to be traveling to LA, yeah. um, and and they said you said fun. I don't know anymore because the NFL announced a alternative location in case COVID kicks the Super Bowl out of LA. Yeah, and that place is in Dallas, Texas. Um, oh. So that's a whole it's a whole other ball game. Um, and I didn't used to live in Dallas, Texas. I'm not looking forward to traveling to Dallas, Texas. Honestly, right, because right, if right, the Super Bowl gets moved, I imagine a lot of people on the staff who have tickets booked won't be making this. Won't be making the trip. They'll be like, okay, maybe you should work remotely that week. You know, right? Um, and right. it's not like I'm being there for the Super Bowl. It's a busy work week, Monday through Friday. I just wanted to, you know, get boots on the ground back in LA again and see some of my people, um, and you know, visit some dispensaries. But that's why I wanted to come in like completely clean, low tolerance and everything. And also they say, if you're obese, then, you know, COVID can come at your ass even harder. So I'm trying to, trying to jumpstart my, uh, my, my cleanliness at the beginning of the month. Uh, really when you think about it, when it comes to like abstaining from things and like taking fast or diets or breaks and stuff, you really should at some point in the year because it's really 12 months in a year, X amount of weeks, 365 days, like to do something every day. You imagine you're going to have some negative effects from it or just some like, yeah. you know, does that make sense? Most cultures. I mean, yeah, no. Um, I mean, it's scientifically proven that your body resets itself when you fast. So like when you don't go without certain no coffee, things, like no body, tea. Yeah, your body like cleanses itself of these things that it was dependent on. I mean, that's why Muslims fast and everything. I mean, it's a whole yeah. it's, a, it's it's a whole thing. But what did the de- defensive lineman say when he got the sack? What? I'm obese. When um was the uh, When was the uh Super Bowl supposed to be? It's not supposed to be. It's going to be cuz the date hasn't changed. But I believe it's uh, February 13th. So, uh, yeah. Wow. February. Yeah, that's a Sunday, February 13th. Oh, I couldn't so the, the week the week I was supposed to travel out there, I'm flying out on the 6th. And they they basically, I don't say kick us out, but they make sure everybody leaves on staff on Friday just because tickets are so crazy trying to leave out on the weekend that, you know, companies paying for these flights don't want to pay for those things. So I got the latest, I got like an 1130 flight out on, on Friday when the show is going to be over around two. So I imagine I'd be able to see some people uh, during that little time window. If, if we were able to go out there, um, you were saying something, we were supposed to, we were supposed to, um, also talk about gallery showings. 
I was supposed to be part of a group exhibition with uh, the homie Jesse Jumanji. She's a prominent um, artist of Afrofuturism in LA, and um, she follows me, and she's been yeah. Very you, you did you art. did you link up with her last time you came out, or you were trying? You're playing on that, during that McJenkins that McJenkins yeah, concert. Yep, yep. I was trying to link up with her, but like you know, I was supposed to, it was supposed to be around that time, so I was like. It's good. It got postponed, but I'm like, thank God, because I wouldn't have been able to afford no damn plane ticket to L.A. during the Super Bowl week. Like Bro, was, yeah, what? No, it's cheap. It's cheap. Like the COVID price stuff is still cheap. It was crazy. I was oh, like, I, when I when I booked it, when I when basically how it works is I, I send the flights like codes and numbers and look it up and I send it to the HR people or the flight booking people and they send me the confirmation. But I looked up the flights mm -hmm. originally before I like sent them over and it was like round trip 240. Wow. I said, what? I said, is this kind of code? Like what? Like I got a, wow. a work code? Like, and I realized I was on my private browser uh, on my computer. I was like, oh, this is really $240. For this round trip flight to LA. That's crazy. Out of Sarasota. Oh, I didn't okay. So it's Damn. not even it's not even like that. But uh but oh I do want to say, did you have you ever seen or did you watch that true story uh series with Kevin Hart on Netflix? Mm -mm, nope. It's like everyone's talking about things, how good though. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was mm -hmm. all serious. It's I mean, it's it's him not being funny on purpose and it's uh, you know, but it's still whimsical in my opinion. Um, but I'm not going to spoil it because it, you know, people will watch it. But one of the comedians on there, uh, basically one of his writers, is was working on some set, working on a set because she was going to perform for him in the garden, or open for him in the garden, and she said something that has fucked me up. It stayed with me, and I would love to share it with you. Okay. She was saying some jokes about dieting and getting fat, and then somebody in the back who hosts the event is a big weed head. And then she just casually went and she's like, yeah, but like working out, dieting, weed, it's all the same thing. It's just, it's just us trying not to be ourselves. Mm. And I was like, damn, mm. working out, dieting and weed are all the same thing. It's just us trying to be less of ourselves. Because if I don't work out, I, I, and if I, I don't diet, put weed in there. How? Why wouldn't you? Uh, it's a inhibition uninhibitor. So like, you become. You more have to yourself. break that down to it's common like, common terms. It's like you, you it's think like you become alcohol. more of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you, but general, don't, you, don't, you don't yourself. think? Uh, okay, that's uh, a stretch. Or it feeds to uh, it feeds to a part of you that is genuine. But do you understand? But do you? agree that the feeding into is uh, a lubricant of sorts that is not national that uh, not naturally tapped into so right. if it's not naturally tapped right. into then it is a little bit less of who you innately are yeah okay i can agree with that I so like it's that. a you know so not that i mean you're saying working yeah, no, out makes you quote-unquote better or diet like you know i mean healthier or whatever the thing is but like it's not who you are <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like an attempt to 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 mess with the chemistry so I, I feel like i feel like if you're not trying to be who you are you die like you're gonna be yourself until you die and if we weren't trying to eh, not be ourselves we're all gonna die anyways be a i lot think more i feel like you may 
you are very much yourself and you it's kind of like your brand uh i think other people do a lot more assimilating and it turns into mm-hmm. themselves like a, a little bit so mm-hmm. i think that's from your perspective but i see where you're coming from because i'm because i'm trying to think like no like working out dieting and no weed that's like 18 year old lands or no, a 17 year old lands like on a football team you know what i mean and like in those moments that already, that already feels like a departure from who you really are <laughs> on the football team Versus yeah, how you thri- yeah, yeah. thrived on the soccer field, but continue. Well, I'm just saying as a person, like as myself, like I like that self. You mm. know what I mean, like if that's a different person, then I was happy with that different person because I, you know, had strength. I was, you know, I could feel my body. It was like full control. I, you know, I was healthy for the most part. And I didn't need weed to like be creative. Like weed has become a crutch or even a inspiration that, is very short-lived I'll, I'll smoke some weed and i want to do a painting write a rap and write a like article <laughs> literally i want to do all these things oh, and i'll yeah. get to like 45 so minutes in and literally it'll drop off it'll just go really away. and i'm like yeah 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 not not necessarily like no no i, I away, hear you i've, away, I've had similar i've had like, some similar like that that uh that initial spark of like i'm on to something kind of fades away mm-hmm. and, and it becomes more of like a chore of yeah. like, okay, how do I finish this task? Come on, come on, come on. I was like thinking something hilarious and start writing this joke and then like get halfway through it. And I'm like, okay, it's just taking too long. What's the punch? Like, what was the, <laughs> what was I trying to do here? here's the bullet points. Here, here's the bullet <laughs> points. This is what I was trying to get to. I'm done. So, yeah, but that's an interesting. I like that quote. I like that quote Um, to give you a, a little um parable that i just heard i think it's like amazing um there was a bird it was in the winter time and he froze and he like fell to the ground he's just on the ground freezing to death and then a cow comes by and shits on him and or covers him in poop and he realizes he's warm and he's like he starts to unthaw and he's like so happy that he's warm and gonna be alive that he starts to whistle and as he's whistling a cat comes by and digs him out the poop and then eats him all right and the moral of the story is um not everybody that shits on you is is like doing bad it's like doing something bad that might be keeping you warm not everybody that gets you out of shit is you know might be doing you harm and if you're in deep shit you might just want to shut the fuck up Mm. (laughs) honestly before you blew my mind with the actual like literal uh, translation, translation of the story. Yeah. I was I jumped to the Big Sean line. Uh sometimes hate can be the best love. Come on. Come on. Come on. But not the shit everybody that shits that, on that, you that's, is trying to Right? Not everybody that shits on you is trying to hurt you and not everybody that digs you out of shit is trying to help you. That's speaking of speaking of, like, speaking of speaking uh, of old old Lance and old Brandon, I wish you had heard that. Uh, when I was giving you some constructive criticism uh, back in the early 2000s or whatever, because I was like, Lance, I'm not shitting on you. I love you. I'm just telling you. 
I don't know what I was talking about. Don't wear that track jacket. Whatever I was trying to, whatever I was trying to, whatever advice I was trying to give. Look, I'm, I'm telling you that I was the one shitting on you. Something I literally just saw that I was like, this is so such a no-brainer. But the treat people the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. But I realize mm-hmm. I have been doing that. But that's I the one I have been doing it from is from a place of uh insecurities and and self-hatred and things like that so like i'm like giving out shit so like i can get it back so i'm like yes yes this is what i deserve you know what i'm saying instead of just like (laughs) you're 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 a football player and an aquarius that for some reason (laughs) being shit on his motivation for y'all like oh man you know being like you know there's something about it and that's fine no pain no gain and um, oh my God. it reminds me of a quote, actually reminds me of a quote that like said, oh, it's another parable, but I don't think I noticed one well enough to just get you all the way. You knew that one other, the other one well. I was, I was, oh, yes, I do. Yes, okay. I do. Okay. Um, there was a, there was a cow next to a tree and a turkey and the turkey says, um, you know, I wish I could fly up to that limb. And the cow says, eat my shit, eat my poop, and it'll give you minerals and strength. Sure enough, he ate it, and he got to the first branch. Next day, he did it again, got to the second branch. Next day, he did it again, and got to the third branch. And as soon as he got to the top of the tree, a farmer heard, saw him and shot him and killed him. And the moral of the story is it doesn't matter what bullshit gets you to the top. Integrity mm. keeps you alive. Or something like that, right? So it's like it don't matter what Listen, people remember. What's up? You 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 give you give one little like big parable, and I I, I jump straight to the to the to the to the Lord, the Lord our God, uh, the the Bible. Listen to this shit, not the shit. Come on, <laughs> talk about, talk about like, <laughs> like bring up a Bible verse. Like listen to this shit. Um, <laughs> Luke chapter nine twenty five. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? Come on. And Marley. that is, and that is, that is, was, I think about that time and I think like, honestly, my time at Barstool and like, I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. there's so much like power and influence and everybody was like, all these things you can do now. And then like my first blog about religion got denied and I was like, well, like, I don't want people to be obsessed with me. Like, I'm trying to bring them to something else. Like, I'm trying to be a vehicle for the shits. Like, I don't want, this ain't about me. It's about all of us. Like, I'm, like, I understand being relatable isn't funny, but, like, I'm trying to get to the basics of shit. But anyways, I don't know if I, I lost integrity. people on that shit. It's, no, no, you don't, I don't think you lost. We're on track. We're right on track. People are following. Um, and this is a great segue. Um, you talk about, like, because that's what we do with celebrities, right? We, 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 like, no matter what bullshit got them to the top, like, mm-hmm. they do things that show their integrity. And it is that that is made them love or hate it, right? Like, right. like Betty White is always going to be... Um, for the culture because of her integrity right but like ben roethlisberger you see how people was praising him for his last game and saying he needs this and needs that yet everybody else is coming out say didn't this motherfucker rape people 
Like, didn't only got like a whole sexual assault charge, you know? And in that case, the those are two different words. Those are two different. Those are two different cr- crimes. Um, he was accused of the, of the latter and not the okay. former. But obviously, if somebody doesn't stop the latter, then the former could be a reality. But um, I don't think that was necessarily the case for him. But yes, I, I, I am with you. And I just there are moments where there are moments where your integrity is tested. Absolutely. And in those moments, if you're lucky, if you honestly, because a lot of people go through life and never get their integrity tested and then Mm. they shitty. I disagree. <laughs> turns out. I disagree. You don't think so? I think people. I disagree. I don't think. I don't think I enough. Think I don't think enough people get and put themselves in situations to have their integrity tested, and that's why there's a a, a slew of low integrity people. No, in America, they know it's getting tested. They don't know that it's getting tested, though. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, the, mm. like test someone's integrity. That's the smallest thing. It's the absolutely smallest thing. It could be holding the door open for somebody or somebody like dropping a pen and then you picking it up for them. You know what I mean? If, right. you, if you see somebody drop a pen and they got like, they got like stuff in their hand and it's going to be an issue for them to pick up that pen and you just like, you don't even offer help. Like you don't even pick the pen up. That just shows your integrity. And I feel like it's on some karma shit. Like, it comes back and you know you keep getting the same test and until you show some integrity you will continue to fall in the same you know traps oh yeah, I, was, I wanted to segue oh go ahead no please um in <laughs> hungary hungary they did a, a a test on the um population there the, or it's like citizens there and they like tested their IQ first, like had regular questions, you know, science questions and stuff like that, uh, math problems and shit like that. And then they tested them, had them take a survey about celebrities and like based on the answers, um, the more you cared about celebrities correlated to a lower score in intelligence. Ooh. Like the, the more you like fed into that, um, or celebrity obsession linked to lower intelligence. Now, again, they did this in Hungary. So, uh, you know, who knows who can speak for their intelligence in the first place. But I would say around like oh, pretty much blanketed. That is that's pretty true. Like all the people that I know that are like really obsessed with. Like celebrities or just, you know, what I mean, like. Uh, they they know all the latest stuff about celebrities and stuff like that. It's like I'm not saying they stupid, but I'm just saying like their priorities is in the wrong place. Like what they are thinking about and like using their time doing is just misplaced. Yeah, I mean, I I'm coming from a a weird place where right because uh, your industry is that right, and it seems like the more people who are respected, who are orders or like, you know, talking heads are the people who are in the know for all the things. It is like a collection. It's like a, but it's a showcase of the knowledge versus just like a um, popcorn intelligence or whatever the thing is like, this is actually, I, I've realized in my self-assessment stuff is like, I love like two birds, one stone. Like my, a lot of my, entertainment is wrapped up in education 
or like like learning and getting better or like like finding out new things to the point where like I realized I don't I challenged myself to um, read a fiction novel because I really don't nice. rock with them like that. I'm usually in the autobiographies mm-hmm. and things like that. And I'm struggling through Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, right? Hitchhi- mm-hmm. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy um, mm-hmm. because it's just so, it's just not, it's just not well, real. Vibration. It's not, it's yeah. not real enough for me. And I, I don't know what I'm mm-hmm. gaining from it. Like other than like, like, a lot of times I watch old stuff and like old movies or TV shows and stuff like that. And I'm like trying to store references in my brain to like, I just want to experience the thing so that I can connect other things, right? Like connect mm-hmm. other dots from, from society. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I was like, oh, is there something wrong with me that like, I can't enjoy a damn fiction book. Like I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what, like yeah, am yeah, I, is is there is that is that is that something deeper that I need to continue to kind of like dig at to like be able to suspend reality? Like, am I too much of a realist that I can't even enjoy? Because like, I mean, I enjoy X Men and stuff like that, but it's two heads or two sides of the same coin. I would say it's like what you fill your tank with gives you the foundation for other things right so you haven't filled your tank up with much galaxy or you know science fiction like literature you know literature you know what i mean so science, like science fiction of novel course it's literature, whatever be, the shit is. yeah but but like 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 <clears throat> the you saw interstellar right with matthew mcconaughey i don't think i did, oh, I think I did. Wow. well watch that and if you don't like get like your mind blown from the concepts presented then it's just there's just not it's not that, but it, here's the thing that, here's the thing though here's a perfect example though when that shit was popping when it was out and hot mm-hmm. i wasn't i wasn't moved to go peep you right. know the fact that i haven't seen it in multiple and people have seen it multiple times you know what i mean kind of speaks to this movie. this this it's thing, a long uh, ass movie too i just finished the first season of um godfather harlem yeah, I watched it with, on your recommendation. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I watched I, it on your recommendation. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I bet I you did. Th- I, I thoroughly based, enjoyed that. Based Especially since I'm just coming off, the, coming off the, the heels of finishing Michael Max's autobiography. Like, it was just like, yes, give me. But see, and that's where I, I say the two sides of each coin, because, like, I'm less, like, that's not where I escape to. When I, when I, when I want to escape or think about something i go to science fiction things like things that could be possibly bending reality what is the inside of a black hole look like what is like like the fact that our brains only compute five percent of the outside world right like we our ears can only pick up on certain frequencies animals of all kinds can have a way wider range our right. eyes can only Feelings. pick up certain visible our eyes can only pick up certain visual lights other an- animals have like crazy vision ranges so the world is a completely different thing to those those things like humanity we are just confined to this reality that we've agreed on or that like our brains have like 
True. evolve to to conceptualize. And personally, I think that's because if we could see and hear all this stuff, we would go fucking insane. We would we would turn to trees. We would kill ourselves regularly. Like nobody wants to hear this shit. I have been hearing <clears throat> mushrooms have like made turned me on to the frequency of existence. So so like um I can hear I get it's not an auditory hallucination because I can hear the shit. I know the shit is real. Like this light that I have on me right now, I unplug it all the time because I can hear it buzzing. You ever hear an electronic thing oh, yeah, buzzing? For sure. Right? So that's just so proof I really that, like, I really enjoy like silence. So like that's that's funny you bring that up too because there's back when I used to smoke regularly, I used to like be in the house at night, or whatever, and like feel like I hear something. I'm like, the fuck is that sound? Like something <laughs> fall? Like what is like is this the, the Earth axis like trip? And then now that I haven't in a very long time, and I still and I'm up at night, and I still hear stuff. I was like, okay, yep. not it's not it's, it's not frequency. Yeah, it's it's, it's if you're still if you're still enough, there's all kinds yeah. of, of of things to to come on. movements and and rustling. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely into tapping into the unseen, and not right. on some paranormal see, you stuff. You need to be introduced like, to the unseen. You but you need to be introduced to the unseen from a realistic standpoint. You know what I mean? Like present me with facts. Okay, that makes sense. Now what's the plot line? If you like True. if the plot line is completely out of somebody's ass, you know, it's like, all right, I'm, yeah, it's like, years, I, I think right, there's I think a ring the, that you can hitchhike with. Okay. Well, no, no, but that's the thing for that, for that book, especially I'm like, okay, it almost feels like just experiencing how intelligent someone is or like somebody's like, it's just like all flexing. It's like, okay, you want to be mm -hmm. cute and try to like create this world and, and, and create like humor within this within this world that you've built i was like i'd rather just listen to an album you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i'd rather just like listen to gunna's album and like pick out like parts that like elevate him past whatever people think traditionally just a rapper or like someone who was actual writer of science fiction literature or whatever the thing uh i forgot the guy's name who wrote that the hitchhiker's guide um they're already they're already they're in their bag already they're already patting themselves mm -hmm. on the back for for right. that type of juice but i'm glad you said the black hole stuff and seeing the and hearing frequencies because one thing i have been watching i rewatched the first two matrix movies mm. in, in in hopes that i was going to watch matrix the the newest one on hbo now resurrection three. But I, was about to say I heard it was i heard it was three. bad i'm talking about the fourth one i know but I, but i, yeah, heard, I heard it was but People's i heard it was you saw it, you liked it yeah it's fine it's it's, okay. it's there's they're squeezing the milk out of a franchise and this is just what you have like the cow was but the first do you squeeze movies. a milk out of a franchise if the franchise if we're using the cow explanation or uh what's the term what's oh, the it's, uh, no, po a poetic you're, poetic you're, device uh the uh analogy, analogy. like uh, uh for for a cow like isn't that expired milk no don't do a cow yeah we're not gonna do a cow we'll do a rag right okay. they're trying to squeeze the rest of the water out the rag like more but water after a certain than... time that that water dries that juice dries so anyways yeah. i'm saying i i understand the concept though with the the matrix because there are some like hidden gem stuff in there that like you know that was written by a black woman right yes 
The Matrix and Terminator. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Actually, yeah. that's a good segue. It was a good. good segue. You watched it first. Okay. No, I haven't seen. I haven't seen that. But speaking of black women, uh, mm-hmm. Maya Angelou. Oh, before you. Okay. Go. 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 Maya Angelou has come out to be. There's. They. They. She's going to be the first black woman on coins. Obviously, uh, Sacagawea was the first. I think in '01. I remember those like dollar pieces came out. Remember the mm-hmm. the the vending machine in Detroit start taking those mm-hmm. dollar uh, Sacagawea coins. Anyways, um, I've always golden been a big ones. fan of yeah, the golden ones, not real gold, but look gold, plated gold. Um, I've always been a big fan of quarters. Mm-hmm. Love quarters. Love that two of them quarters get you fifty cent. Come on. Love that three of them get you seventy five. The biggest. Love that four of them get you a dollar. Come on. Okay. Uh, love that. I, I am interested in Maya Angelou being on them, but, but I feel like at this point in time, they were just putting out news to get us off the scent and off the trail. The fact that no one has any money. And also y'all was supposed to turn here. Cause I was thinking, I was like, okay, Maya Angelou first black woman on, on a coin. I was like, Oh, what black woman maybe should have been the first person on currency. I was like, Oh, Harry Tubman, who they said was going to be on a $20 bill about two, three, four, eight, five years ago. So, like, I don't yep. even want to take this as news because I believe it when I see it. It was like there was no big there was no big announcement when they start putting states on the back of quarters. You just all start getting quarters and it wasn't that American mm-hmm. Eagle anymore. It was just like, oh, shit, they've got a Kentucky. Uh, okay, Kentucky. Y'all yep. see this? I got a Maryland yep. quarter. Y'all see this shit? Yeah. Like there was no announcement, it just happened. So I would have loved to just randomly came across in my uh, my Angelou quarters without the fake. I'm calling it a fake announcement because I believe when I see it, because we still ain't got twenty dollar twenty dollar bill Harry Tubman's, okay, out in the streets. Like I believe it when I see it. So it's nice that the, the, the government is deciding to to say that this is going on. I'm sure Kamala Harris had something to do with it that's joke but it could be serious um but i believe uh, i, I see disagree it. i don't i don't uh, in the meantime <clears throat> no, i will i will I brush like up on my maya angelou that's all i want to um, say i don't like none of i don't uh, definitely brush up on your maya angelou um fun fact about uh coins ridged ones specifically um that ridge was introduced in like the mid 1800s um, to prevent counterfeit, like counterfeiting, so like coins was all smooth. Oh, so you co- quarters just, are like, the quarters are the rich ones. Quarters pretty much the only ones that are dimes. rich. Dimes, quarters dimes, dimes. rich. Mm-hmm. Um, but and you know, those are also the most valuable coins, right? Um, but like, first of all, there's so much disrespect from having George Washington. Like, put her at the front. I want, I want if we go, if we go. We're gonna play with coins if y'all just making Photoshop and shit and putting it on money now. <laughs> like, put her face on it. Like, I'm I'm tired of seeing George Washington. How about that? Because what's the point of having a slave owner with the back being? Uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! So that, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're telling you're telling me that I because I haven't I didn't I didn't read up on this yet. You're telling me that mm-hmm. the proposed design is. George Washington on the as the head and Maya Angelou as the tails. Yeah, why would y'all? Yes, of course. Why is that? It's not of course. Because no, 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 no. on, on a quarter, a it's not of course. 
right, on a right, quarter, right, right, right. there's heads. I imagine if right, they're going to mine Andrew, they're going to put a new that put no, the head no. where the head would go. Oh, no, it is a picture of her having her arms wide out, like fucking gone with the wind, and like a sky, and like it looks. So like she's not. So she's gonna be put in the foreground. Or like background, it, you, like it's, it's gonna it's be like a, a silhouette head. of of her. Like I, yes, they got they yes. got this is they Maya got Angelou. George Washington's whole we'll head, to, whole that whole ass head, and neck on that bitch with details and everything. Yeah, and you are gonna see a silhouette of of my Angelou. I already saw, yeah, they show the, like, they the trash. Point. And furthermore, furthermore, are they trying to make cryptocurrency the main currency of America? Because like cash is becoming like is non-existent. They? uh the powers that be um i can't say the real name because they'll get me but um <laughs> it's, it's an illuminati joke but um like money right money is only as valuable as our trust in it all right as any currency that's any value it is only or anything that we like barter with it is only um based on the trust or belief that we believe this is valuable and other people believe this is valuable and if enough of enough of us believe this is valuable then we can start using it as currency what they're doing now is changing the currency to where people aren't even trusting you know like you think a racist white person is going to like pay with anything with a twenty dollar bill you think they're going to accept a twenty dollar bill with harriet tubman on it that's why it hasn't happened i think yet so because i think so Republicans. i think okay. you think that somebody you think i don't want to i'm sorry I die hard racist i just want to mention die hard racist going to spend that 20. uh what is the social economic makeup of this die hard racist it don't matter he's racist it really don't matter i'm even poor. Maybe it doesn't matter. Super I'm poor. asking. Super, super okay. poor. Then yes. Super poor. Yes, because cash, that's what I was going to say, is cash is king because the lowest common denominator has cash and operates in cash. As long as as long as long the the bottom tier is still being paid under the table with this currency, then it's still the king currency uh, overall. They, I mean, cryptocurrency, in my opinion, is no different than like stocks and bonds. Like they, they continue to try to make new richer money for uh you know dollar with juice like that's that's in this like cloud for rich people to move around from uh, offshore accounts and stuff like that yeah yeah that happens all the time those numbers that can turn into currency if taken to a specific bank and getting that stuff printed out but that that bank that prints the stuff out prints it to the lowest common denominator which is cash so i think there i think cash you know what will bank still cash? be king because Banks can't don't print cash. I'm talking about I'm talking about the uh, I'm talking about the foreign exchange. Federal Reserve. Yeah, like no, I'm talking about like when you go like when people travel to the New York Times and go they to Times Square. Their money. No, when they I'm talking about when like Koreans come and bring their currency and get it changed into the American dollar. Like they don't get right. they don't they can't get that in currency in cryptocurrency. They can't get that in in credit or debit like they have to get that 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 money changed over into cash so that's what i'm trying to say is that like as long as as long as the poorest of the people in america are dealing in cash cash will always be like relevant and king and in that same regard the racist the hardcore racists will be can be 
pissed off all they want about the $20 bill, but you're not defacing it and devaluing the, the value of the $20 bill because $20, cause four of them things is a hundred. <laughs> that will always be the case. It's five of them. And I would say, I would say like, math. it's okay. Um, I wouldn't, yeah, like, okay. I, I, the compromise will me that is they'll like put white out over a face. Like they'll paint Harriet Tubman white and still spend the 20. But like, or like accept like accepting a twenty dollar bill, I feel like is just going to infuriate a racist. I don't know. No, I don't know. I, They're changing our goddamn money. I don't want that twenty. You give me two just, twin tens, bitch. Yeah, I, I, I well, want I two do, Alexander Hamiltons. I do feel like in twenty twenty two. Give me five Lincolns. I do feel like in twenty twenty two, it is a common or understanding four. that. Like things are changing and it's not necessarily for the better, but it is for mm. the better of some people. And if it's the better for mm. some people, then it's at the detriment of other people. And I think the people like you're mm -hmm. talking about the hardcore racists realize that, you know, it's gone their way for a specific amount of time and they can blame on what what era they were born in. Just how we can celebrate mm -hmm. which era we're born in. You know, what I mean, oh, like, my the, God, what show was that where they kept saying he's oh, don't look up. They kept saying he's from a different generation. The, oh, the from a different um, generation. The cowboy ca do character. He's like he's, oh he's the from um, a different generation. Gosh, Ron Perlman. Oh, Ron Perlman's speaking character. Of, speaking of races, um, we just had the national championship league of two southern um, high black population um, high discriminatory practices even the voting is trying to change they're, they're fighting voting rights right now but georgia and alabama uh the georgia doll i knew i knew uh, i was alabama um, i was worried you were talking about the national championship game because you said something about the national league something or the other other and i was like, mm -hmm. it's like yeah i'm talking about the national championship and they're and but also that you know the teams are racist or not the teams are racist excuse me the states that they live in are historically racist yep definitely yeah yep did you enjoy the game it was a it was a nail biter it was first first couple of couple of quarters i, I did um i don't root against alabama but i do think monopolies are toxic um <laughs> so uh, in Georgia, it was the first time they won a national championship game since 1980, which was 40-plus years ago, um, which is hard for people to wrap their minds around. Um, so even though they were in the national championship game, what, two years ago and lost in double overtime? So, like, they've been knocking at the door. But I do think it's, it, it means something, especially – listen, I, I tweeted out as soon as the game won. Shouts out to uh, Stetson Bennett, who was drunk as hell on Good Morning America – uh, talking to Michael Strahan about the game because he just never stopped celebrating or got any sleep. <laughs> but he's a former walk-on. He's a walk-on. He grew up in Georgia. Always wanted to play Georgia. Walked on. Transferred to a JUCO to get some playing experience. Came back to Georgia as a as a um, as a scholarship player, but like was third on the roster as quarterback. And his ass, they, his nickname was the Mailman because he looks like he needs to be in a cubicle somewhere and. He was great, and he was really, really good. And I and he was he, he did a very good job. The most quarterback 
he has the most uh he has the most 40 yard plus touchdowns out of any quarterback in in the college football and what I love so much about it is the NFL and college football is blending so much and the NFL is trying to get their talent from uh coaching talent from college football and stuff like that my college football the college football that I exist in the national championship team, their starting quarterback will never play a meaningful minute in the NFL. It's just not how it works. Right. And I think that's the case with the Stenson Bennett character. I, I highly doubt. Now I hope he Doug Flutie's everybody and like proves people wrong. And like, you know, like shows that he, he can play at the upper, at the top level, but let's be real. College football is college football. Real. The NFL is NFL. And this guy Come on. dismantled Alabama, with his arm, very, very small little arms, little flashlight arms. Uh, oh, my gosh. Hey, no, when, I tell you, <laughs> when I tell you, when I tell you, I was watching it, and I was like, this is going to be the greatest thing he's ever done. I was like, this is this is going to be what he dies with. He's going to go back to his hometown. Most most college football players are most college most most college this. athletes like that. Vince Young, like Vince Young was his, very good in the NFL. In the NFL, I think he won Rookie of the Year. But he's his his greatest accomplishment was beating USC in the national championship game in two thousand five. James Winston, I was like, um, I, I was looking, or I, I'm not nah. James Winston. He's still no, James playing. Winston. Yeah, he no, he's still playing, but he. I'm, I mean, no, it's one of it's one of the highest things on his on, career. It's I don't want to put that. I don't want to put that on his level though, because it's not that. Is this is right? Like that dude. That dude is going to be on a like law a lawyer commercial, like an injury lawyer commercial. Says oh the Stenson God. Benson says we'll hit him, or or some like car like a car lot. Like I can see him like Touchdown. throwing the keys. Touchdown on prices lower than your mom, you know, lower than yeah. Alabama score. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can see because the post interview, I was like, this fucking guy doesn't, he ain't had no media training. He, I, I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It's it's great. What would you think when no, he's, such, he's, such and such <laughs> did this? Did this? I mean, I mean, these guys are great. This team is great. The city is great. What, what, what do you feel about being a walk on and and coming up? What would you guys tell the other guys? Like you supposed to say something inspirational. Keep it going. Keep, keep. You know, one day hard work. Just do what you're told. Keep. It. You know, he said. You know, he said. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I'm just glad I got here. He was. He, was, he was overcome with emotions, rightfully so. Overcome with emotions. Uh, no, I mean, it was, it was, in his, it was, a, it was, a, I mean, obviously it was, is immediately after that. Did you see the memes? Cause there was one meme of uh road trip. Shout out to road trip. That was a very, very funny movie. Um, where movie. when the, oh the, the little, the skinny kid was in it with the, uh, yes. the, with the, the, the big black chick. Yes. And he said, like, like, what'd you do? Did kill you kill a cheetah? cheetah? Yes. yes. <laughs> so there's a picture of that. And somebody said, Stetson Bennett when he gets back home to UGA because you know the national championship game. He hit him on the bus because because <laughs> after he hit him, he was on the bus chilling. Like, what's up? That's so funny. But they had him. But they, they but no, it was like him in bed with her, um, which was which is uh, which is funny and, and great. But yeah, no, also he, Georgia is terrible. Um, the state. Uh, yeah, yeah I was some, about to say, I, oh, somebody I somebody was on our somebody was on our show. Be with a black chick. He's okay, you don't know that white girl in his town. You don't know that. He's getting with well, the finest white girl in this town. 
He seemed like he had a girlfriend. He walked in the stands with her. Uh, he walked up in the stands yeah, and hugged her after the game. But um, yeah. somebody, uh, uh, Dr. Jason Johnson, he's a MSNBC uh, political correspondent. He came on Brother from Another the other day and said, "the the insurrection because we haven't we we haven't potted since in between then, uh, January sixth. <clears throat> he said the insurrection, the coup that happened in the insurrection, has continued since then." He's like the 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 abortion laws in Texas, the voting laws in in Georgia, yeah. like yeah. everything is way ass backwards. He said he had way more hope in Biden and the future of America on January fifth, and then obviously everything that happened on January sixth, the insurrection. But since then, it's gotten it's gotten worse in America. It's gotten worse Come for on. black people. And like people who care about their freedom. I told people that I said it's open for it's open season because they they when Zimmerman got off, that was a very clear sign that vigilante justice is okay. Um, White vigilante justice worse. Wait, white vigilante justice, uh, Batman. Um, Yeah, but the not rich to speak on that. That's a great segue, actually, Brandon. like to show y'all that it's getting worse, right? And so we don't want to talk about we could talk about all the deaths that have happened since the insurrection, right? Like all the um people killed by black people killed by police, all the people killed by vigilantes with guns, Cal Rittenhouse. Um, but what I wanna talk about is Peter Spencer. So have you heard about this story, Brandon? Peter no, I don't even know if I know the name. Peter Spencer was a um, black man. He was a Jamaican immigrant um, who lived in Pittsburgh and he was invited on a hunting trip by five white men outside of Pittsburgh. He had his fiance drop him off um, at a cabin um, and then told her to pick him up in a few hours. Um, A couple hours into the trip, she gets a text that says, I'm spending the night. This is completely out of character. So his wife was like, what? Like, you know, what's going on? His mother tried to call. No answer. His wife called numerous times. No answer. They found his body the next day in a subdivision with two shots in his butt, six shots in his torso. So close that the muzzle flashes were on his body. And then once in the mouth, the, uh, municipality or the police in the area took one 20 something year old into custody did not charge any of the other men has haven't even brought charges to the 20 year old they brought they collected uh, 10 or so guns and um on a fishing trip they on a hunting trip and the the men are all claiming self-defense they're saying that he they're saying that he came at them grimacing or in some way, but the coroner um, listed it as a homicide because the two shots in the butt cheek were obviously from him running away. He said the six shots were in the chest, so he had to get turned around on his back. And then the last shot in the mouth was point blank, like in the teeth. Self-defense. So this is what this is what Brandon's this talking is in about. Pittsburgh. Yes, outside of Pittsburgh, right, right outside of Pittsburgh is where the shooting happened. He's from Pittsburgh, wow. and Philadelphia is mad racist. Like Philadelphia is like 
Well, I mean, you know, you're talking about baby Pennsylvania. Ohio. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yes, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. No, yes. Pennsylvania is the Indiana of the Northeast. Um, and sure. I don't think anyone could probably like combat that. Uh, and Pittsburgh is, yeah, it's. And when we say the Indian of the Northeast, you're like, oh, Indiana's not all racist. Look, the Klan had its strongest um, membership in Indiana and Pennsylvania. Those are well, two the northern Klan, cities. The Klan originated in Indiana. I think it's Illinois, but yes. I'm pretty sure it's Indiana. Indiana. I'm pretty sure okay. that that's where David Duke laid, laid, his, laid his head to rest. Uh, he, was, his, he was stationed when David Duke was alive. His, the Ku Klux Klan was stationed out of Indianapolis, or yeah, not Indianapolis, yeah, but, but Indiana. But but you do know Ku Klux Klan was like, like post yes. Civil War. Yeah, I know. So but like, I'm pretty sure we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll look it up. But the fact that you mean pre you mean pre Civil War? South, Are you saying no? Nah, I was post. Yeah, the the Ku Klux Klan didn't come into rise until you didn't have a problem. You didn't need to antagonize black folk when they was captives. You had to antagonize them when they was free. I wasn't there, so I, I, I but I beg to differ. Um, but that is, that is, that's terrible. That's terrible. That's and terrible. And then it's, it's, it's I mean, saying. obviously, you know, I, yeah. And then, and then you got, uh, I don't know how else to say this, but uh, certain we people, certain people try to point to, <laughs> The fact that uh, all the men charged in the Aubrey, Ahmaud Aubrey case, were sentenced to life without parole, and well, two of them were, two of them life. Uh, what the the without third parole. the person who filmed it the the person who filmed it Rodney. is is eligible for, for eligible for parole um, after thirty years. Everyone tries to you know see that as a success. But, but like, like if they weren't dumb enough to film it, come on, all of them would have walked away. Easy, even with the police body cam footage of of the father consoling the son, telling him he had to do what he had to do while he was walking up to him. Like all of it. It's yeah. I I, I just I just you know. It's listen. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been backwards mm-hmm. for a very very long time. Like we were watching the heat of, in heat of the night, and Michelle was like, "She's like, this is just this, this is just tough to watch." I was like, "What do you mean?" She was like, "The fact that like this man is being treated so poorly, like at every turn, and like mm-hmm. in this in this neighborhood in Mississippi." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, I said for black people, we kind of like to see." representation of even in the cinematic world of like the type of irrational hatred that comes our way just because of the color of our skin um where i can see for, for white people was, white people like, they, they're like oh, i don't want to i don't i don't care to see that i don't want to or not i don't care to see that but like it's it's painful to see it's like yeah it's it's painful but also liberating for for us to to see it represented uh, in any way, shape, or form, and that was back yeah. in 1965. And and it's funny. Um, again, I was watching something today, and a dude was saying something very poignant. It was a white dude, and he was saying um, the reason why like white folks don't want 
critical race theory or, um, you know, educational, really what happened with slavery and everything else, Jim Crow and everything else, um, is because they aren't personally tied to it. So if we're talking about war, World War Two uh, or the Vietnam War, they quickly going to be like, yeah, my grandfather served and blah, 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 blah. So when they read about it in their history books, they connect deeply with that. And when they hear about Pearl Harbor or something, oh, my grandpappy did that, blah, 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 blah. They connect with it because their grandfather and it's, you know, it's something good, but they don't learn about their grandfather being a part of a lynching party. They don't learn about their grandfather mm you know, discriminating people or like history books. creating segregated, like these things are in the history books. There are people's grandfather who were on councils when they segregated schools, you know what I mean? When they like deliberately did these racial things and because they don't talk about those things, they can't connect, um, you know, emotionally or personally to those things. So when they see it, it's like those that was those people, right? That was them. That's not us. That's not me and my family. When in reality, yes, it was. Yes, it was. And if yeah. you care to dig just a little bit, you could probably bring, you know, murder charges against people. There's no statute on murder. And and um, I was watching something else. It was like, think about all the souvenirs taken at lynchings and like during raids and all the riots that happened in the 19 early 1900s like that's in somebody's attic like you wonder why it's not in the museum like penises ears nose all these things was cut off and taken home postcards of people getting lynched and like little girls like pointing up at bodies and printed out on postcards like these things exist but you only see them in like museums that are niche and specifically catered to those things but in reality they probably in your grandmama like white folks our age is probably in their grandparents storage unit and you know you'll like meet uh there's no i'm trying to think of the the name of that show the great equity where like somebody would come and bring their like oh, great antique show the yeah, the road antique show. The road antique yeah. show. Um there's no resale value on a lot of those things. Come on. You gotta gotta yeah, go to a, a, a dark a dark part of eBay yeah. for that, I imagine. And again, it's only going to get worse. All right. Everybody needs to understand it is only going to get worse and why do you, you say that? What like, do you mean? Um as that seems the like division, a very uh Okay, continue like dark and like ominous no i just it, i mean it didn't uh it felt a little bit out of left field but I, i'm gonna let you explain okay yeah no um well i say it's only going to get worse because um this is what we see when the division gets wider right like the division between people gets wider even though it's not a it's not a class thing anymore either it's just like a it's literally a racial thing it's, as as that divide gets deeper you can only either get more entrenched into your beliefs or like like there's no more middle aisle like happening like nobody's about to come up on each other and have conversations because reconciliation like one side is not prepared to make the reconciliation that the other side needs it to make 
and vice versa. So that's one. You think I don't think I don't think the I the only reason why I don't think that's true is because I don't know if the reconciliation is binary. I don't think like there's one collective. There's like not one collective way to reconcile to reconcile reconcile uh, to reconcile that can be agreed on. If that makes sense. Okay. No, agree. You know that's, I mean? why, like that's, a, why, uh, that's why I'm saying, that's why I say it's going to get worse because that's one thing that's like going to continue to get harder and harder. All right. Because um, we're just going to keep complicating it. Two, um, oh, like, you know, birth rates is low for white folk. Like, their death to birth rate is even. You say it once every, what, five podcasts? I got to remind folk. <laughs> just got to remind folk. Um, but yeah, why do you say what about that? Like what is that what is it what does that have to do with your uh, overall point? Um uh when you when you see oh, how is like that connected face, to it getting worse? In the face of ethnic ethnic annihilation, violence always like like gets harder. And this is from any ethnic cleansing around the world. This is from like when a racial group that has dominance starts to lose that dominance. Whether it be demographically, politically, economically, you know, socially, whatever the E is, um, you see a violent reaction and like um, what like resistance to it. Right. So like. I would argue that's that's what we're experiencing now like that's what this that's what the insurrection can what that's what the insurrection was and that's what the these laws that are getting passed for them these are these are I, what you're saying is a violent reaction which you know arguably was what the insurrection was the amount of uh, police officers that were you know harmed and and you know trying to protect the capital um but i think it's a lot more strategic and a slower bake and unfortunately those lead for more uh everlasting or harder change like more like steadfast change for the worse um i think it's more systematic and less uh barbaric but the system that they're putting in place is barbaric which is why it's it's dangerous but i i do think it's it's they're hiding the violence behind policy, in my opinion, uh, I mean, which that's is fine. which we, is we don't scary. See, we don't see the real ripples of decisions or effects until like 10, 20 years down the line. You know what I mean? Like people in history classes don't teach. You know what I mean? Like during it's the a lot Civil sooner War, now. I, I, they I, argue, I argue everything's kind of escalated. So but I feel you. Yeah, well, like, it's I more mean, like five even to then, 10 though, now. So, so if it's if, if it's a slow, that's why I say it's going to get worse. Like this is just the beginning. I feel like Trump, uh, excuse me. I feel like Trump was the beginning. We're at the like front middle, you know what I mean? Like we're about to get into the middle of it. This next presidency, whoever is going to get in, that's going to be a real shit show. And then the president after that, either it, whether it's four to eight years, like which it will probably be four years. Cause I, I'm just making my predictions. Um, but like, a nice eight year, 12 year span. It's going to be, um, I mean, we should, you know, we should talk about where, where we want to live, where else we want to live. <laughs> if it's not in this country. <sighs> but yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't um, know. I don't think, I honestly don't think, 
the grass is greener. I think we're kind of all in a, we all live in a society and uh, society just kind of has different faces around the country and different languages and, and speak differently. I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think fighting or running is the, like, will be the one thing that saves us all. I think that it is the existence and individual people's decision to accept humanity or push against it. And I think it will be a collective decision at that point. If everyone decides to push against humanity and we go to some Hunger Games type shit and apocalypse stuff, then that's that's the reality we'll live in. But I don't think it will be individualized to America. I think if that happens, like we're already living in a globalized pandemic. So I, I think I think it is the lines are being blurred where it's it's not the type of uh, the type of tyranny and devastation that you're seeing in the Middle East with like actual like world wars or civil wars between like big religious groups. I think we'll have our versions of that, but that doesn't make it so that we're an anomaly. We're just finally catching up with the rest of like how fucked up every, every it is everywhere else on a mass violence tip, you know? Okay. I'm here for that. Um, I will say it's not big religious groups. It's often just political, different political ideologies. That's where the, the civil wars that you're talking about, like the one in Haiti is going on right now, the one in the Middle East, which was caused well, Palestine, direct, uh, directly the, by Palestine and Israel. Like, Oh, that's not religious. I mean, that's just white supremacy. No, it's not religious at all. They share the same like Islam and Judaism is more closely related. It's like Islam and Judaism was, is like Catholicism the, and Baptism and Baptist. I thought it was because they wanted to there a mosque. They wanted to put have a mosque built in one of the temples or one of like holy lands no. that is sectioned for or sanctioned. No, it's for, white. No, it's white colonial settler settlerism or it's white colonialism um, settler culture. So like after. Um, Nazi Germany fell. All the Jewish people, um, like they wanted a home space in the UN, and all the other superpowers gave their. They said y'all can move into pa Palestine, and Palestine was like, "What?" They're like, "We're gonna let them move into Palestine. It's all good." And then over the years, they have, like, when they first started it out, I think they had like ten percent of Palestinian land. Now they have like, I want to say like ninety five damn near like 96 percent who's they uh, yeah i got i'll Come send right. you to youtube palestine or not palestine um israel okay don't, don't send me a youtube link i won't but israel is not a, from. no it's not a, i mean it's a historical it's not like some dude talking about like conspiracies and nothing. it's like a historical like by just, bbc or pbs what happened okay. the israel palestine conflict over 50 years like that's what they'll it's a great link don't front my link but um yes the it's I'm not a religious thing i just wanted to correct you real quick i just didn't i didn't want to really get into even though free palestine for real for real and the colonialism that's happening in israel right now is uh, i mean they will be brought up on war crimes later like in history we, by who? Like history shows. I mean, it's not history by who. What? 
history shows the evil people and the good people. Like, like history shows what was for humanity and what was against humanity. Like nations and the moves that they make. So what are you talking about moving somewhere? Like what, do you, what is, what do you, or is that just tongue in cheek? Tomorrow no, figuring out where. Cheek. All the sci-fi stuff. That's another sci-fi thing that you would like all the future um, based. You ever see like future like movies that are based in the future and it's always like in, in China or like somewhere else. There's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what does that have to do with anything? Movies. I'm saying, so you're saying you want to move to China? I'm asking, like, no, I'm where, saying, where, where's the actual I'm location the economic that you think base. is 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 a ref is a refuge from uh, the turmoil that is to come in America? Ghana, just that one, Ghana, just Africa. that one, just that one country. Mm, Liberia. Um, I would say the islands, but I feel like, you know, they're a hurricane or earthquake away from being swept away. So yeah, so is LA. I'd rather. Ooh, not. So why 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 Ghana? Um, Ghana and Liberia have fast track programs for um, African Americans to get citizenship, and they are like their no, economies. No, I'm saying why is that? Why is that? Why is that a a solution? Like, uh, why is that? Is that a place of, of refuge from America? Oh my goodness! I mean, you've never been to Africa. No, no, I'm joking, but I'm not joking. I haven't. That's what I'm time. asking. Like, yeah, no, it's beautiful. It's it's it's, it's beautiful. It's like you talking about the agriculture. Not, I mean, like I'm talking about politically, like in in like there's no there's no like civil strife there. That I'm asking, like, what is it? What is it? Why do you? Why well, your brain? Has, why do your brain Ghana go has, to Ghana instead of Louisville, Kentucky, or America as a Ghana whole? Has, Ghana has um of a, a very nice like cost of living versus income ratio. Lance, I'm not talking about. Crime. I'm not talking about lunchables. I'm talking about like. So you don't have a. There's no political reason why you're choosing Ghana. You're just like. Picking the name out of a hat. I mean, what are you asking, Brandon? Like, if you talk about politics, the politics I'm, of I'm Africa asking, versus I'm the asking, politics of America, that's not I'm even asking, a comparison. Well, you said you were saying you need to. We need to get out of. Think about where we want to live outside of America, yeah. uh, because of the strife that's coming politically yes. and, and racially. And yes. I was arguing that I don't think uh, you can run from it. And then you said Ghana is a place that you can. And I'm asking, like, what infrastructure they have. That you think is a that is a reason why they're um, it's not a predominantly white country. That's that's very simple. Like it's not a predominantly white country. So if you don't have a predominantly white country, then you don't have predominantly white politics and predominantly white violence. Is there other violence there? That is no. Ghana has one of the lowest uh, crime rates of African cities. Liberia as well. These are places where so Liberia is a. They have an interesting. That's not like a real African country. That's like American colonized space. Like um, back when Lincoln 
quote unquote freed the slaves. He was like before he freed the slaves, he was really about um, sending all the slaves back to Africa. So there was a big movement um, to send all the African-Americans back to Africa and the country that they created was Liberia. So Liberia is like an African state. Americanized African state. African state yeah, made by America. So not Americanized, but like made by America. To say Americanized, you could say like they speak English and they have a McDonald's, but no, they were created not, by exactly America. What you, that's, that's what Americanized is. Because it's not naturally in America. It's just been Americanized. Like that's, we're saying the same thing. But, you're, you're, Bubba. No, that's you going you going to listen to this again and and I don't want to get into like the combatant and like the semantics. We we always get into semantics. Like we don't have to get yes. into semantics. You can words. And when when you say the but if we're going to get into semantics, izing something, when you put the i z e on something, that means changing it from its one state to a now different state of whatever that eyes was attached to. So when you say Americanized, you're assuming, or it, like the, the semantics of it is America came in and like, um, like made the, the scenery and just everything more American. And what I'm trying to tell you is that it's, it was Africa <laughs> and it was made by America, like it was a territory sanctioned by, but that's Liberia, Ghana. Um, Ghana is another place. Uh, so is that like westernized? Is, the, is that a, is that a more accurate term? Westernized is not accurate either. No, it's not westernized. It's it's it was it's a African state made by America. Like the Congo was made by Belgium. You feel me? Senegal was made by the French. Algeria by the French. Like each when they did when they when they chopped up Africa because it's fifty four uh, states countries it's, it's fifty four countries in Africa maybe I shouldn't say state it's a country made by America but there's fifty four countries in Africa each of those countries were created by a different European power out of that slice America got Liberia and oh is that why they got that's why it got called Chad. Is that another American no. one? No, Chad okay. is in another place in Africa. That's funny though. It's 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 north of Liberia, far north. I ain't I talking about the region. region. I'm talking about the name. Chad. The names, no, no. But yeah, man. So like, we just uh, you know, I, I don't like. You I, say, just, I just, I was just, I would, I ask all those things. I'm asking those things to ask if you, if there's any validity in your mind of moving to another country as a solution for uh what for staying alive and keeping a family like lineage going like what do you mean making a better creating a better life for my off like like the the people I my what is it called when you are the foreparent like, what are we to our ancestors? I don't, know. I don't know the word for that, but whatever that word is, I want to create a better life for them. Descendants. There you go. Descendants. So to create a better life 
that doesn't know this discrimination, that doesn't know this persecution, that doesn't know this um, kind of hatred for skin tone and skin tone only, um, and like you know, be victims. But colorism to is everywhere, isn't it? Uh, colorism is everywhere because colonialism is everywhere, right? So, like, that's I guess that was my colorism. argument to like, where do, you, where do you where do you run from society? I mean, China has more uh, projects and um, like property, and like they have more money invested in Africa than any other European nation right now. So, if you move to Africa, de facto, you're moving to China kind of is what it sounds like in like 50 to 100 years you know what i mean like when the power shifts because america will not always be the superpower right america will not always be and this is true for any culture throughout time rome fell like all these great dynasties and all these great like countries ended up falling and when they fell you saw migration to a different place and this is what I'm saying like in the next couple of hundred years, you know, we might want to be in a different, you know, or we might want our descendants to be in a different country, not us physically to be in a different country, but our descendants to not know this, this torment. I think we get the fundamental things back and go again, but torment is part of existing, um, in my opinion. we should have fought a better battle out the womb if we didn't want to experience it. Um, but Speaking of torment, and I'll like wrap this up. We can wrap it up with this and circle yeah. back to this. Um, Lance has been getting in a lot of little Lance for listeners. My son um, has been getting in trouble in daycare a lot. And he's like having tantrums, but the tantrums are violent. And they're like hitting, kicking, biting. Um they call us on the phone when he's having them and just over the phone, you can hear how like out of control he is. Um, so he's been uh, sent home for, I mean, quite a lot this last year. Um, I mean, he's been sent home. Like they called me to pick him up so much, so much. In fact, that me and Latoya, you know, we changed, decided to change his daycare. We thought it was like the environment. Maybe they were short staff. Maybe they had too many kids. Maybe it was just the environment that was. I'm saying last time we talked about it, you were, you, you were put, you would say, you had voiced that it was the daycare's, like, I don't say fault, but it was, it was on them. So, right. and we moved him to a new daycare and learned that it is not their fault. It is his fault and his ass just don't know how to act in public. So, um, I'm taking corrective measures like Latoya. I believe that she's coddled him in this new age of, uh, parenting and she's like kind of let him get away with stuff. So like where I'm trying to put him on a long extended punishment, she'll end it after the day. Right. And say he needs another chance to prove that he can do right. And then literally the next day, same thing happens. And then I'll punish him. And then she comes home and coddles him. And then the next day, the same thing happens. It's like a repeat. So she's like, finally, you know, go ahead and do do whatever you you think is right. So like his ass is writing sentences like let's go ahead and feed two birds with one seed. And get your penmanship together. 
get your letter recognition together because that was a problem. He wasn't recognizing lowercase words. So I was like, what a great opportunity. We're going to write these sentences in lowercase regularly, handwriting, working on it regularly. And when he's not going against or when he's not doing that, he's holding books. Like if if, if I come in and he's not writing sentences or what I did was give him like time limits, like you had this much time to get this many sentences done. And if I come in here and you don't got that many sentences done, that means you was doing something else. And that's and he'd be doing other stuff. You know, you a kid. So like you looking at the fucking pencil point and the eraser and stuff around the room and anything that could take your mind off of the sentences. But that comes with consequences. So then he's holding books. Stand against the wall, put your arms out, and I vary the weight of books. So, how's it working? It's, it's, uh, we don't know yet. His punishment ain't over in my eyes, and Latoya is petitioning to end it, but I'll fight her for it. Like, you just, <laughs> like, said, you just said she was not. Yeah, but she's a softie. Like, she can't hear him crying in pain. That's what Lance, little Lance, does the best. Uh, there's, there's crying because you, you not know, in pain, but like he's, he's, yeah, right. He cries, sure, but crying the they're different. They're very different. And as a father, it hurts me. I wrote her a text, and you know, I said, I'm, you know, I'm angry with you for putting me in this position, like putting me, making me the authoritative father after the fact when I believe that we should have curved this before it even got to this point. And like, you know, I, you know, and I was told I'm not really mad at you. I'm just communicating like it's hurting me to hurt him. Like it's 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 making right. me sad and it's that probably, I have it to hurt, make him sad. It's hurt. It's hurtful that you don't have a partner in it as well because she can't seem. It right. seems like she can't. Yeah. Yeah. She, she just she just she, and that's not how she was raised. You're on I punishment, it, right? I, I, punishment Island. But that's that's that's, that's no excuse, in, in my opinion, because she's. She's grown, um, but I. So that's why Michelle thinks it's a boot camp because I'm doing ten percent of what Daddy did to us. Not even ten percent, five percent maybe. We I mean, it's, it seems it seems well. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't, we don't, I don't even know because our the age was different. You know what I mean? It was like a whole, like based on what our like I don't like will Lance remember this versus like the type of punishment that we had that we, when our, our recollection, recollection, like began. Um, oh, I hope you, no, remember, you don't remember it. I'm not doing it right. See, that's the thing. Like he's, he's getting pissed. He's like waking up in the morning. He's like, I got to write sentences. Like I thought I, I wrote sentences. He like showing me the book. Like I wrote, I wrote this page and this page. I'm like, boy, and it's different sentences each time. I'm like, you're on punishment, Lance. Like, each time he thinks he's shit sweet, I got to make him stand at attention, look at me in my eye, and we have to go over again what the problem is and why you can't get on any electronics. You can't watch nothing you want to watch. There ain't no ice cream. You can't even have juice that tastes good. Like, you have to drink water and only water. Like, there, there is no... There is no pleasure, and I had to explain to talking about curving like, at the beginning. Uh, we were, Michelle and I was talking. We was like, "When do you think the first time Carter will have juice?" Really, like, I don't know. And, you know, and like, no, seriously, like, and like, you can't. Oh, 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 the longevity, right? So she's like, you know, it can't be, it can't be a long punishment. Like, this is 
this is cruel to keep him on punishment. And I'm like, love, this is what the world's going to do to him. Like his behavior at five is going to be treated completely different at 10 and it's going to be completely different at 15 and then at 20 like we only got five-year intervals before to like curb this stuff before it's a it's a problem problem like he's going to be right and like in his room time out nigga time jail is a crazy time out and death is an even worse or crazier time out and black men are giving it regularly 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 giving it so i have to break him in the house before the world breaks him have you uh would you would you like me to send some links to big little feelings what is that it's a it's a series uh of basically they break the ages down basically different tactics for different disciplinary things for ages based on and they kind of just connect it based on like where the child's development is like at this age they should understand it this way and da, da, da. So anyways i say that because i've i've talked about the whole hitting thing uh-huh. for with carter and he is uh we're seeing we're seeing improvements on it it's 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 definitely it's like basically here's a perfect example yesterday we were playing on the floor uh he i was doing push-ups with him on my back and i got tired so i stopped after 20 we counted to 20 he's counting a lot too which is which is nice he's getting he's getting the understanding um and I was laying on my back and I said, no. And he tried to push me over, like push, push me over. He said, push up, push up. I was like, no, like daddy's taking a break. This kicked me in my head and looked down at me mad. And I stood up and this is the training. I stood up. I like held his feet down in his hands. And I looked at him and I was like, we don't use our feet. When we're not, when we're not happy with things, we use our words to communicate. This is not how you act. Now, Daddy has to get away from Carter to stay safe. And I left his ass in the middle of the floor and walked. Uh, like actually, I just went upstairs and like did some work. Put the little baby gates up. Did some work. He sat there and was like, like he couldn't do anything. Like there's nothing to play. Right. There's nothing. And he's just like sitting there. And I was legitimately pissed. And then right. Michelle like kind of heard about it and came in and told like we don't use our hands we don't use our feet They're like you have to tell daddy sorry she's like I'm sorry daddy I'm sorry he was like screaming up to the thing like sorry daddy sorry daddy and I wasn't she said she said like you hear Carter saying sorry I was like I said he ain't talking to me she was like he is he's trying to apologize I said well I'm not ready to hear it yet and. <laughs> And I, so I didn't, I didn't for a long time. And he kept like throughout the day or like throughout the, like during that little time period, kept, sorry, daddy, sorry. Then he came up to me and like, like grabbed my hand and looked at me. He was like, daddy, I'm sorry. And like gave me a hug. And I was like, I forgive you. Like we don't use our feet and hands. Uh-huh. Like when we're, when we're, when we're upset and we don't want something, we, we communicate, we have to uh-huh. use our words and it's actually curbed it enough so I'm saying mm-hmm. we in this early stage, you know, about to be two. That's what the 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 course of action basically is like not making 
a huge deal of it, no matter how pissed you are about it, which I am pissed. And it's like literally removing yourself from the situation and telling like, no, we don't, we don't use our hands and feet to commu- like communicate. That's not how we talk to people. That's not how we express ourselves. Like, like you got, you got to find something else. It's gentle hands always. Yeah. So, so we're, 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 it's, it's working a little bit now. So, um, I don't know if they may have something for five-year-olds. I'll it's, called, it's, it's, a, it's called Big Little Feelings, if you want to look it up, because it's, uh, I, I, it's that's, and I guess that's my thing with you, and you're talking about all the stuff you're doing with him. I was like, all I'm hearing is like, that is a lot of time on your end. It's like, oh, a, the, all, the, all the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's a, and I think that's what they kind of push in their thing is like, making sure that, yeah, basically the parent isn't being punished in trying to correct this behavior that should, that can be, you know. Yeah, it should be corrected internally. Yeah, I mean, not, I mean, not, like they I mean have kids, to come. kids, kids, kids need help, you know, kids yeah. need help the, uh, in whatever ways, but that's, and we don't know, like these people are professionals at the stuff and the other people are like the corporal punishment stuff. That's my thing. Like, I, I hear you like taking daddy's, um, route, but I just don't think daddy's route helped. Like the corporal punishment, I don't look back on it and think of like, this is why I'm a better person because of the, uh, heel run, hill running or the, or the, the naked bent over touch of toe spankings. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it helped. So I would try to find a, a different solution and um, it is help more helpful, obviously, if you and the parent are on the same page, because when the hitting stuff was going on, Michelle's like, Brandon, like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to come at you, but you're, how you're, how you're handling the situation is not the same way that I am based on these lessons that I'm like, so I need you to like, I need you to watch these videos too. So you can understand, like, so we can collectively do it. And if in in your household, if you're fighting Latoya and Baby Lance, oof, the uphill battle. I mean, we're not fighting, but I'm definitely you know we're saying, not on the same page. Yeah, we're not I'm on the saying, same page. I'm saying fighting. It feels like a fight, probably for Lance, because it's like two different. I mean, solutions. it's annoying as fuck, but yeah. that's that's another thing. Like, I mean, I'll take that advice, and you know, I I, I don't believe anybody's experience is the cookie cutter you know what i mean like the mold right like i don't think anybody knows what they're doing or it's not knows what they're doing but i like every child is different that's what i want to say every child is different yeah. like i would say it's unnecessary like, every household dad, is different every household is different i would say dad with dad it was unnecessary because me and you weren't like on that shit like i, I don't really feel like we had any necessarily behavior that we needed to correct it, whatever like the whoopings i got was completely perpetuated by the whoopings i was getting you know what i mean like like the reason i was getting whoopings was perpetuated by whoopings right so like in right. that case i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it was necessary um like you say you're doing 10 percent of whatever or five percent whatever percentage of what was done to us i mean that but it's not like when i say that i mean just getting creative with punishments but yeah i get it i mean it's 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 uh 
I don't think that was being creative. He was regurgitating with military punishments. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I mean, I think I I think it was a blend between military because the books isn't necessarily military because like different cultures. And oh, I wanted to say that too. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's it's a thin line because the talking to your kids and all the like, if people we use the anecdote that like um black kids ain't you know shooting up their school and stuff like that blah blah i mean they're shooting up the street but and you know that's another conversation um but they they often try to say you know the way one culture raises children isn't as efficient as the way another culture raises children right and it's like i think these are all fallacies that kind of were brought down through the generations, right? Like my grandma mm-hmm. did it. it. It was good enough for me. Then it, it's just going to be good enough for you type thing. Yeah. Um, and we're that generation is kind of breaking that. But I also want to remember that like, you can't be, like you can't be soft necessarily. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if, uh a bear, a mother bear notices a trap and sees her baby like playing around it and she may like smack his ass away from it or like grab him by the whatever the fuck they grab him by and throw his ass across the thing and then roar, 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 you know, translation. That's a bear trap. They kill humans like you don't need to do that now, you know if she would have just talked to him, hey, you shouldn't get close to that trap. It's a human. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like there's a there's a a balance one has to find, I believe, between um, physically remembering lessons or punishments as writing sentences <laughs> and emotionally remembering them. I, I think by, I, like, what you're having I, I hear what, I hear what you're trying to get at, but I think you're forgetting the human element of the parent who's doing the disciplining. Like we're talking about a, and obviously we're not talking analogy, but like bears going to be bears. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's a reality to, uh, basically the behavior that, that warrants listening. And if, and if, and it's all about programming, I mean, I've been praying a lot on reprogramming my brain. That's how, that's the only reason I feel like I can get over certain insecurities I have because otherwise how I'm going to do it. Like we've been programmed and wired a way that, makes us think that certain solutions like that there's only one way to get things done you know what i mean where we need to rewiring as much as the children do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so like i I, i'm not i'm not pushing against the the talking about being physical like being rough and hard but like there's uh you got to figure out you got to figure out what like how your child listens because it's, it's it's it is about that you're talking about like the world wants to get out once like you know lance turns 20 and stuff like that it's it's all it's about at the end of the day it's about the ability to understand while listening and like under like the like the why of it so i feel you it, it's, it's but that's what i'm saying like you you already said it's the it's like preconceived notions or stereotypes that's pushed down when it comes to like cultural uh things but i think it is about intentionality and also 
what the parent feels is right. Like I hear Michael Smith talk about how he's like disciplining his kids and the way he does it. And I was like, he's hasn't changed anything from the way he was raised by his uh, pastor grandfather. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the, like in the the violence that was like in in the household. You know, like there, there's. Uh, evolution happens in in many ways and i think that's that's a part of it too because um but i also has to start has to start somewhere so that's why i'm thinking or that's why i'm hoping that these stern words and attitudes and like the feeling of disappointment and letting like carter feel the shift in the room when something happens versus him feeling the shift on his body can make it so i can put my hands on them less when it gets to the point of like it's of bear traps. You know what I mean? Like is, is him when he backs away from me when I'm trying to come at him and he's like trying to back away and I, and I snatch him up by his clothes and bring him. I was like, Hey, you don't back away from daddy. Like that's very dangerous. If daddy's telling you to come here, that's because it is, it's bad for you to continue to back away. Like, I don't, I don't care what you're, thinking what you want like you can fall out on the floor and have and have a tantrum but the point of the message is stopping you don't keep going when daddy's telling you to stop mm-hmm. like that's bad for carter mm-hmm. you know so that, that type of shit but yeah we'll see we'll see mm-hmm. i'm we'll saying see. It, it's been a, it's been a short time period and i also it is. it's about how many i mean your ability to do so based on how many honestly how many kids you have like i've been in our night prayers i've been praying that Carter's decision-making improves because he's going to have less eyes on him soon mm-hmm. and he's becoming more independent and mm-hmm. he, he will, you know, be able to do stuff that, and not get checked on it. You know what I mean? And it is up to, it's up to him to keep himself safe. So, and that's yeah. what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. And, you know, I'll close this out. I always believe this is a time capsule of sorts. So I'm going to speak into the future. Um, Lance G. Newman the third son, I love you. I absolutely love you with all my heart. It breaks my heart uh, to see you flinch when I'm talking to you sometimes, or you know, um, you know, whatever, whatever your wherever your head is in this five-year-old body, and wherever your head is now that you're listening to this. Please know your father loves you always will love you and literally anything i do until you listen to this um has been to keep you safe and you know keep you ready get you ready for the world so i hope you're out there thriving bye bye <laughs>